Locker Room Show. Now let's go to the field for tonight's game. Hi, right, Coach Sean Mulligan of the Adams Central Patriots joining us on the pregame show. Coach, uh, thanks for joining us. You know what? Thank you. Uh, it's been a nice turnaround for your football team the last three weeks. Uh, what right now is impressing you the most about your team? Probably more so on the offensive side of the ball is just how efficient we've been, especially in the Hastings high game. And then defensively, too, we've gotten better each and every week. So we're just uh, becoming a better football team every week. Uh, big win for your team last week. I'm sure it means a lot for you guys to play well in the Hastings game. Uh, what did your guys do well in that contest? Well, we have indiv- or excuse me, we have offensive goals and defensive goals that we set before the season starts, and then after each game, we evaluate whether we met those goals or not. Uh, this is the first time all year offensively that we ended up six for six with our offensive goals. So we met every goal that we had for the entire um, for the entire game. So that's uh, very rewarding for us, and that's part of the reason why we played so well too. Uh, as far as uh, your offense goes, it's been. Uh, Pretty solid all year. Uh, what would you say about the playmakers right now? How are they, how are they playing for you? Well, it, it makes it a little bit easier to call plays when you have a quarterback that reads the defense very well. you got two receivers that can catch the ball if it's put in their area, and you have a running back that can make a big play at any point. So that has given me a lot of confidence because I don't think teams can just stack up and try to load the box on us and stop the run, and I think they have to always account for our our passing game based on the fact that's what we want to do first. So it does make us pretty diverse based on the fact that we have what I would perceive as four very good skilled people. Uh, a lot of fans might take a look at this week's game. You, you have Lexington. It's a team that struggled to put up points, scoring just 14 points in their last four contests. Uh, Knowing that, your defense got to be looking their chops a little bit. Well, I hope so, but uh, you never want to underestimate your opponent. They've played some very good teams, and I've always been of the belief there's not a bad Class B football team. Uh, this week has kind of been difficult for us because we've had a number of kids that have been um, – sick and then we've also had a number of kids that have been issuing or dealing with some uh, physical issues so we really haven't had a full squad all week practicing but when you get this late in the season I don't know how critical that is but um, the health part does concern me a little bit going into the game and uh, that being said here is there anything that Lexington does special that you're a little concerned with uh, their size on the both sides of the of the ball. What they do offensively is they like to run right at you, and we had a lot of trouble against Scotts Bluff, which did the same type of uh, offensive scheme against us. So, yeah, that concerns me there. Uh, the fact that they haven't had a lot of success offensively gives me a little bit of confidence going into the game. But, again, it's a lot of times it's how well your kids match up against the kids on the other time, and you can throw the records out the window. Uh, as soon as the game kicks off here, what, what's what's kind of the approach uh, for your team to get off to a quick start? Well, uh, be efficient in throwing the ball. Our completion percentage has gone up. We are at right about 59%. We try to be at over 60% for each game. Uh, make sure that our run game is being efficient as far as being productive and not going backwards on any type of run, so giving us positive plays. And then defensively, our focus has been all year is just getting off the field on third and fourth down and giving our, our offense a chance to score points again. And uh, I believe this is your final home game of the season. Is that right? It is correct. Uh, Nine-game season. We had four on at home and five on the road, so this is our last home game. How, how critical is it for you guys to perform well in front of your fans? Well, I think it's pretty important, especially for our seniors. Uh, you know, if we do make the playoffs, which we do have a shot of, well, we'll be on the road. So playing at Adam Central Field again probably isn't going to happen for them. And it's always a, a bittersweet moment for every group of seniors because it's the kind of the climax of their home season. And uh, so it's always uh, a little bit emotional after a last home game just based on the fact that they know that they'll never step on the field again. So it is very important to walk off that field with a, with a victory. Okay, we'll have more with Coach Mulligan right after this. 
when a person first starts becoming aware of much of anything in Hastings, Mary Lanning Hospital is always part of that. The hospital has tried very hard to be a good neighbor and to be a part of the community itself. We're a part of something that's been going on for a long time that has meant a lot to a lot of different people. It's just important to know our heritage. The whole community is a part of the family. If you have a reputation to maintain and you maintain it, that gives you a great sense of pride. I think most citizens of Hastings really appreciate the fact that this hospital is here. It just plays a key role in this community in so many ways. Celebrating 100 years of inspired care. Mary Lanning Healthcare. All right, we're back on the pregame show with Sean Mulgan, head coach of the Adams Central Patriots. Um, I know it's been a good offensive year for you guys. I've been hearing lots of things about school records being broken. Can you kind of comment on that? Well, the focus is always on the team. It's team first. But, yeah, we've had a lot of individual success. Um, pretty much every passing record for a game has been broke this year, except for total yards passing in a game. Other than that, completions, touchdowns, uh, percentage, um, Brecken, Cole, and Kyler Wormstead are the three that have pretty much broken all of those records. And then for a season, I know Brecken's already surpassed the uh, passing yards, touchdown uh, receptions. Cole Spady has broken both the uh, receptions and the touchdown receptions in a season. So um, the change in offensive philosophy has rewritten the record books for Adam Central in the hallways a little bit. Um, and, and they are having very good seasons. You know, Brecken's number two in the state, I think, with passing yards and touchdown and uh, Cole is number one in the state when it comes to completions or, uh, excuse me, receptions and then also receiving yards and probably close to the top in touchdown receptions, too. So we've had a very, very good season uh, in throwing the ball. You've probably got a good chance of having some guys make all state then. Well, I'm hoping so. Your record, believe it or not, does have something to do with it. And uh, normally the teams that advance and go farther in the playoffs typically have an advantage over um, some of the teams that maybe don't have as good of a record. But, uh, you know, we're hoping that we can get one, maybe two, as an all-state uh, performer this year. I know I've had at least three coaches that have walked off the field and told me that that person has my vote for an all-state uh, position. So that's very good for them. It's nice to be recognized for their individual performance. I want to talk to you a little bit about the district race. I know if a uh, win this week would go a long way because McCook more than likely is going to be there 2-0 and as well. Um, knowing the competition you've faced earlier this year, and, and if you were to get the win, uh, how, how uh, pumped would you guys be to play for the district title? Very much so. And that was our goal, to have a winning season and, and to make the playoffs. And you know if you win your district, you have that opportunity. Uh, if we can beat Lexington, we would be 2-0 and in our district. And us and McCook would be playing for the district championship. And then it doesn't matter on points and wild card. You win your district, you're automatically in state. So uh, that that's a big push for us. McCook will be in the playoffs no matter what. Uh, we need that victory to guarantee a spot. Other than that, we're kind of hoping on other people to – to do some things for us. Uh, we're right on that edge. They take 16 teams going into the Lexington game. We're at 18 right now, so we're a couple of spots out. But a victory will definitely help us and probably move us up to 16 or 17, and then we'll see where the cards fall. So this week even, you could say, is almost a playoff game in its own way. Oh, it is. I mean, if we lose this game, we will 
will not be allowed to be in the playoffs based off of our points. Uh, win this game, then we have an opportunity, even if we would some reason lose to McCook because of points. And then uh, if we would beat McCook, then we would definitely be in the playoffs because of the district championship. You got yourself uh, in, in, in the driver's seat, really. It's kind of nice to have that. We, we do hold the keys to the car to a degree. So, yeah, we, can, we hold our own destiny, and I think the kids are aware of that too. So hopefully they come out and play well. All right. Well, it's Adam Central uh, taking on Lexington tonight out at Patriot Field. Coach, we wish you the best of luck. Thank you again for the coverage. I always enjoy talking about the kids. You've been listening to The Locker Room Show on ESPN 1550 KICS. Stay tuned. Play-by-play coverage is straight ahead. If you're in the market to buy or sell a home, New View Real Estate is the perfect solution. Listen to one of their satisfied customers. We just purchased our new home from New View Real Estate in Hastings, and I am so glad that we did. And Dana and Connie were amazing to work with, and I would recommend these ladies to anyone looking to buy or sell a home. They are reliable and professional and are just wonderful to work with. Hi, this is Ann Halbert with New View Real Estate in Hastings. If we can be of any service to you too, please give us a call at 462-9111. We're located at 1239 North Burlington, and we look forward to meeting you soon. The team at Klein Insurance has a winning record of service offering home, auto, business, farm, and crop insurance. If you want to score big with service and great rates, stop by 710 South Burlington or call 463-1256 and let the Klein Insurance team win you over. High School Football is brought to you by the ESPN 1550 KICS Sports Boosters. Local businesses supporting local youth and local athletics. Welcome back once again to another High School Football Friday night here on ESPN Radio 1550 KICS. Uh, I am Brandon Peoples. And we are at Adams Central High School tonight for this, what are we in, week eight already? Week eight contest between the Adams Central Patriots and the Lexington Minutemen. Adams Central coming in, uh, winners of their last three games. They are three and four on the year. Looking to go to 500 tonight as they take on the one and six Minutemen. Let's take a look at the starters for tonight's contest. We'll start first with the Lexington Minutemen. Head coach is Jeff Rowan. Assistants include Mark Burson, Jim Hoyt, Jake Harvey, Dean Wood, Ted Harvey, Brian Romalo, Josh Cooker, Cole Brockmuller, Eric Bell, Grant Peterson, and John Salem. And uh, they'll go this way across the offensive line. Braden Benjamin, a senior. Freddie Lopez, junior. Joel Burkholder right in the middle at the center position. He is a junior. Dean, uh, Dean Cug, a guard, and Josue Ayea. A senior is the other tackle. Running backs for Lexington include Seth Soderland, a senior, Kyle Doty, a senior, and Andy Manzo, also a senior. Receivers, Alan Castaneda, a senior, and Williams Mendoza, also a senior. Quarterback of Lexington is Clay Hernandez, and he is a junior. That is your Lexington starting lineup. Let's take a look now at the home team, Adams Central Patriots, 3-4 and four on the year. And they'll go this way across the offensive line. Zach Christensen, six foot two inch junior. He is 225 pounds. Cale Plake, six foot four senior, 205 pounds. Trevor Bumgardner, a 6'1, 230 pound senior. Kendall Oberheide, a 6'2, 230 pound senior. And Alec Baker, 5'9, 210 pounds, and a senior. In the backfield, actually, uh, they'll run a four, uh, one. Back set most times, Mark Zexer, 5'9", 
Five foot ten inch junior. He's 160 pounds. The receivers include Peyton Broderick, 5'8", junior, 150 pounds. Cole Spady, a six foot two inch junior, 165 pounds. And Jack Keller, 6'2", 165 pounds. And a sophomore, also Kyler Warmstadt. The other receiver, he's a 5'11", senior, 185 pounds. Quarterback of the Adams Central Patriots is Brecken Reed. He is a 5'10", 185-pound senior. Adams Central coached by Sean Mulligan. He's assisted by Brandon Jacobitz, Jeremy Hotelling, Josh Lewis, Whitney Rutzel, and Evan Smith. Adams Central and Lexington getting ready to square off here in this district contest. Of course, uh, Lexington, if you're unaware, 1-6, They've really struggled to put up points. We talked about it a little bit in the pregame show. Just 14 points scored in their last four games. It's been kind of a tough season for them to really get things going. Adam Central started off a little slow, but the level of competition was a lot tougher the first four weeks of the season. They've done a really nice job of turning things around. We're going to come back and give you the kickoff of this game right after these words from our sponsors here on KICS. Coley Pipe and Steel Supply has been serving Hastings, South Central Nebraska, and the greater Midwest since 1946. 65 years of service. The Plumbing Showroom is a division of Coley Pipe and Steel Supply with a full line of kitchen and bath products. If you're building a new home or remodeling, stop at the Plumbing Showroom, 500 West South Street. Open Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 5 p.m. Evenings and Saturdays by appointment. Coley Pipe and Steel Supply and the Plumbing Showroom, both on West South Street in Hastings. Jackson's Car Corner has built a reputation for high-quality hand-picked vehicles. Good, clean, low-mileage cars, vans, and pickups. Stop by today and see them at Jackson's Car Corner, 3rd and Colorado in downtown Hastings, where our customers send their friends. Stromer Land Leveling in Juniata proudly supports all the Adams Central athletes, teams, and coaches. Good luck in all your sports seasons. Stromer Land Leveling makes the land more productive by terracing, grading, moving that hill, or laying a culvert. Stromer Land Leveling has been serving Hastings, Junietta, and South Central Nebraska since 1957. More than 50 years of professional service and attention to detail. Call Daryl at 402-751-2567 or 461-8033. It's Stromer Land Leveling in Junietta. All right, welcome back to Patriot Field. You're listening to KICS Hastings. Adam Central and Lexington getting ready to kick off this Week 8 high school football matchup. Believe it or not, next week's the last week of the regular season. Playoffs start in two weeks. Adam Central is hoping to be a part of that. A win tonight would go a long way to helping them maybe secure a spot. Of course, their record 3-4, uh, and four, and uh, they've got a big game at McCook looming next week. They can't be thinking about that one this week, McCook taking on Hastings this week and we'll keep you up to date on that score here throughout the night but again uh, Adam Central just trying to keep the momentum going here on senior night all the seniors being recognized before the football game here this evening and I know they want to perform well they've got a great offense as coach was mentioning uh, kind of a, a record setting offense this year with the change of philosophy. Adam Central is going to kick things off here tonight. They are wearing their dark blue uniforms with white pants, blue helmets, white trim. 
white numerals. Lexington in their road white uniforms, black pants, and orange helmets. Black numerals. Lexington, if there's one thing they've got going for them, they've got some size on this team. They've got a lot of big boys on that uh, line. Kick goes left to right, and Lexington, one of the upbacks, will receive it at about the 30-yard line. Gets through a little hole, and Lexington's going to start out with some pretty good field position here. I believe that was number nine, Alan Castaneda. And uh, he was the one to return that, so got a nice return of about 15 yards. So it'll be Lexing Lexington possession to start things off here. And they'll line up in a base set. Tight ends in tight. Running play goes right up the middle. And a ball may have come loose. No signal. Adam Central player came up with it, but I believe the knee was down. I believe that was uh, Seth Soderland, the ball carrier. There's a carry of two yards here. Try to get those numbers here to you. Second and eight now for Lexington. The quarterback, Hernandez, rolls out. Passing play going right side. Caught out there by Williams Mendoza. He's spun around in the flat. A little bit short of the first down. Ball is going to be placed at the Adams Central 47-yard line. It's a gain of seven. So third down and one to go. Minutemen moving here. This time it's a quarterback keeper going left side, and the quarterback Hernandez gets wrapped up. Kyler Warmstad on the tackle. Kind of made a bear hug. And he's backed up about three. Uh, actually, they're going to back him up about a yard with his forward progression. So it's going to be fourth down and one. Actually, going to say no gain on the play. He didn't lose any yardage. And now a punt situation. And uh, it's a blocked. It's blocked. Adam Central comes up with the block. They scoop it up. And it's down to the 25-yard line of Lexington. I didn't see who blocked it there. It happened so quickly. Trevor Bumgarner was the one who recovered the football. It was The punter was trying to do like a running, but almost looked like he was going to fake it and try to pass it. And... In doing so, that allowed enough time for the pressure to get in there, and they blocked the punt. So Adam Central is going to start over, start this possession at the 26 of Adams or of Lexington. And before they get the playoff, a whistle blows, and it's a false start on the Patriots. So the gift that they were given, they're going to back up five yards. It was a beautiful. Play for the defense. First down and 15 to go. Now it's at the Lexington 31. Patriots will line up, spreading things out with a three, a four-receiver set. Trips out to the right, one to the left. 
Zexer, the lone setback, he gets the handoff right up the middle. Now cuts to the left, out of the 15, down to the 10. And it's going to be knocked out of bounds right near the 10-yard line. See where they spot the football. It's going to be close to a 20-yard gain. And, in fact, they're going to give him, give him about 22 yards on that carry. Well, Mark Zexer, he's been uh, a lot of fun to watch this year. Just continues to pound the rock. First down and goal now from the nine-yard line for the Adams Central Patriots. This time the lineup trips to the left. And it looks like Cole Spady is the lone receiver out here on the near side. Zexer in the in the running back position. Throw goes into the corner for Cole Spady, and it's caught for the touchdown. Touchdown, Adams Central. Completed from Brecken Reed to Cole Spady. A nine-yard pickup, and the Patriots strike first here. They're on the board. It's a beautifully set-up play. It looked like uh, with the trips out to the left, Spady, the one receiver to the right, you can't leave him uncovered. And he was, the quarterback had a lot of protection, all kinds of time to throw. Extra point attempt is up, and it is right through the middle. Good. So Adams Central at the 9.56 mark leads it here. By a score of 7 to nothing over Lexington. And we'll be back in 30 seconds here on KICS. The Aurora Cooperative Grain Team is excited to do all we can to help you have a great fall harvest. Whether it's opening earlier, closing later, offering great prices, harvest policies, or other marketing needs, we want to help you achieve your marketing goals. Be sure to call and visit with anyone on the Aurora Cooperative Grain Team about marketing options for your crop. From all of us at the Aurora Cooperative, we wish you a very safe and successful harvest. The Aurora Cooperative, growing opportunities. Well, Adam Central, it didn't take very long after the turnover, the uh, blocked punt. They get the ball right at the 26-yard line, backed up by a five-yard penalty. It takes two plays for them to go 20, uh, to go 31 yards, and they get the uh, nine-yard touchdown pass to Cole Spady. And before they can kick off the ball, the whistle blows. I'll tell you what, Brecken Reed's quite the quarterback here. Might not get all the recognition in Class B that he maybe deserves. But he is a stellar quarterback for this Adams Central football team. And it's been a lot of fun to watch this year as well. They're going to say that Adam Central was offsides on the kickoff, so they're going to back them up to the 35-yard line to kick this one off. And doing the kicking honors, Sebastian Hyman kicks it down and is received at the 17-yard line by Christian Jacobo, and he's going to return it all the way back to the 33 of Lexington, a return of 16 yards. So the Minutemen, their second offensive possession coming up here after going three and out the last time up after a, having their punt blocked. We'll see if they can't get anything going. They ran the football pretty well, mostly with quarterback sneaks. They're going to set up two receivers, one to the right, one to the left. One back set here. Goes right up the middle, and there's no running room at all. Patriots plug up the middle. Try to get that name for you here on the jersey. That is 18, Kyle Doty, the runner. And he gets no gain on the play for Lexington. 
So far, just two yards on the ground through three plays for Lexington. Under center again is Clay Hernandez. Snap back, toss on the pitch out to the left side. A little bit of running room for Christian Jacobo as he gets out to the near sideline. Down near the 40, they'll spot it at the Lexington 39-yard line. It's a pickup of oh, about four yards. So it's going to bring up third down and a long five. And on this play, a uh, running play this time goes up the middle. Trying to get, she's got, got some small running backs on here, so beg your pardon if I'm not getting these names right away. It's a, it's a no gain on the, or actually it's a three-yard gain. And it's going to be a punt, punting time for Lexington, fourth down. And it's a beautiful punt. And it's going to be down at the one-yard line. What a kick by Lexington's punter, Seth Sutherland. That is a net punt of about 60 yards. And Adam Central pinned deep all the way back to the goal line. Well, there's, if there's one thing you know about Lexington, if you're familiar with Lexington Athletics, they have great soccer players over there. And imagine Seth Sutherland is probably one of them. I don't follow soccer a whole lot, but I do know Lexington's usually pretty good in that sport. Ball's actually going to be placed. I thought it was on the one. It's actually on the five-yard line is where they'll say it was downed at. Patriots line up. In the shotgun, and an interception. And I don't know if he was ever tackled. Well, they'll say he was down after the catch. Boy, a quick turn of events here. Brecken Reed throws an interception. Christian, I believe it was Christian Jacobo coming up with the interception. And the Patriots give it right back just as they got a gift of their own this time. It's Lexington getting the gift on the Adam Central 16-yard line. So here's the quarterback, Hernandez, drops back to pass, looking left. It's caught out there in the flat by Jacobo, and then he's wrapped up by a couple of different Adam Central players for a short gain. Christian Jacobo, excuse me, the receiver there, and brings up second down and nine. It's a gain of just one on the pass. Minutemen will run the pitch out left side this time, and it's Jaco Jacobo down inside the 10. Picks up, uh, I think, maybe about five yards on that play, so it's going to bring a third down and about four. I'll say third and five, so ball is now at the 11-yard line. There's a flag on the play. Running play goes out to the right side. Seth Sutherland, the ball carrier, and gets a nice pickup, but this may be coming back. Brecken Reed making the tackle there near the goal line. Harvey, you got a 
third and five as it stands right now on that last play here. But let's see what the penalty was. They're going to pick up the flag. And that's a first down for Lexington. Thanks to Seth Sutherland, the ball carrier. Lexington fans wanting a touchdown here. It's a seven-yard pickup by Sutherland. First and goal from the four-yard line for the Lexington Minutemen. Patriots trying to shore up their defense here. Sutherland's going to skip right into the end zone for the touchdown. A four-yard run by Seth Sutherland. And Lexington gets on the board after the interception. So a quick turn of events here. Looked like Adam Central had a play open over the middle, and it was scooped up by a different receiver, intercepted. And Lexington makes him pay. Try to attack on the extra point with the big man, Josue Ayea, to boot it through the upright. It is good. We got a tie ball game here at Adam Central. Here at the 7-14 mark, it's Adam Central 7, Lexington 7. We'll be back to Patriot Field right after this. It's the Take the Money and Ride event at CPI Mr. Tire. When you purchase a set of four qualifying Cooper tires, you'll get more than just tires built for you. Get up to a $70 Cooper Tire Visa prepaid rebate card, too, on AT3, SRX, STT Pro, and ATW tire models. Life's a road trip. Come on, let's go. Take the money and ride on Cooper Tires from CPI Mr. Tire, serving all of central Nebraska. CPI Mr. Tire has a right tire for you. Well, it is Adam Central and Lexington tie ball game here early in the first quarter. Both teams capitalizing on turnovers. The Patriots on a blocked punt, and now the Minutemen on an interception. A couple plays later on both sides, their offense cashes in for six. Maybe it's going to be that kind of night here for both of these teams. If so, we're in for a good one. Kickoff goes sailing through the goal line. Another nice kick by Josue Ayea. Well, if they could punt like that, they will uh, they'll have a good night here because if they play as good as they had on defense on that last series, it's going to be a long night for Adam Central. So the Patriots will try to lick their wounds here and see if they can get an offensive drive sustained here. They'll start at the 20-yard line. A normal starting field position this time. So first time tonight they've started in a normal spot on the field. From the shotgun, Brecken Reed hands it off to Mark Zexer. Zexer going left side down to the 25 where he's brought down. We might see a lot of Mark Zexer running the football here this evening. He picks up about four on that carry. Second down and six to go. So now they'll spread it out again. Looks like two receivers out here on the right side. 
Option play this time goes to Zexer. He's looking for a block. To, isn't going to get it. He's wrapped up by three different Lexington defenders who swallow him out in the flat. I mean, there was absolutely no offensive lineman to be seen for about a mile, it seemed like. That collapsed in a hurry. And because of it, Zexer loses a couple on the, on the carry. He's actually going to lose two yards. So it's going to bring up third down and eight now for the Patriots at their own 22-yard line. Well, I don't think you want to go three and out right here. It's Lexington football team, one and six, but they are believing in themselves, and they are fighting. And yeah, passing play going over the left side. Incomplete. They're going to say a flag, though, on Lexington. Cole Spady went up for it. May have been shoved a little bit from behind. Williams Mendoza going to be whistled for the flag. Pass interference. I don't know. It looked pretty clean to me. See what they do. They have picked up one flag here tonight, but uh, not going to be the case on this play. And Adam Central catches a break right there. There's a penalty from the spot of the foul here. It's going to spot it now at the 37-yard line of the Patriots. And they'll line up once again here. Brecken Reed with the troops right here in front of us, going left to right across the field. Five and a half minutes to go here in the first quarter. Handoff goes to Zexer. He plows through the middle and is going to get shoved back. His forward progression got him to about the 39-yard line after he picks up a pair. He's been the only ball carrier here tonight for Adams Central. Brings up second and eight. Patriots have uh, run the football quite a bit here. They've only had a couple of passing attempts. And on the shotgun snap, Reed rolls out to his left, looking down the field. Now tucks it under. He's going to run for the first down. He's across midfield and all the way down to the Lexington 48-yard line, it looks like. Depending on the spot here, it is a first down. It's a gain of 11. Actually, a gain of 12. Four forty-seven to go here in the first quarter. Tie ball game. Lexington and Adams Central. It's a district contest here tonight. It is a playoff game essentially for the Patriots. They cannot afford to lose this one here tonight. Timeout called on the field by the Patriots at the four forty-seven mark of the first quarter. Again, our score seven-seven here at Patriot Field. We'll be back in thirty seconds. Fall is here, and so are cool days and nights. Gary Michaels Clothiers in downtown Hastings and Kearney has new fall clothing arriving daily. Purchase a new sport coat to take you from casual dress paired with Heritage 34 denim or dress it up with a wool pant, shirt, and tie. All sports coats are now 30% off. Buy any dress shirt and any tie at half price. All new men's and ladies' Tommy Bahama for relaxed wear has arrived. Check out the new fall colors and textures. Shop fall. Shop now at Gary Michaels Clothiers, downtown Hastings, and on the bricks in Kearney. 
Welcome back here to Patriot Field. Updating you on a couple of scores here from around the area. Hastings hosting McCook tonight, and McCook leading 7-0 in the first quarter of that game. St. Cecilia and Sutton playing a good one tonight on KHAS, and the Blue Hawks have a 7-6 lead over number four Sutton. Here it's first and ten for the Patriots from the Lexington 49. Reed rolls out to his right, looking to pass. It's caught out there at the 43-yard line by number 10, and that is Peyton Broderick. A completion of seven yards. So second and four now for the Patriots as they huddle up. Lexington's got a big defensive line. Looks like they're running the 3-4 defense here. And the three down linemen are huge. I don't have the weights listed, but they are big, big boys. And a whistle blows before the snap. Delay of game is the call on the Patriots. Um, not a whole lot going right. Little mental mistakes here to open up this ball game for the Patriots. I wouldn't say it's uncharacteristic, but it's it's these little small things that have just kind of kept them from really getting a rhythm going here so far tonight. They do have seven on the board. As we have a tie ball game, 4:40 to go in the first quarter. Cole Spady. One of two receivers out here on the near side. They got three more out to the left. Brecken Reed in the shotgun. This is going to be a passing play, no doubt, unless he tucks it in. And he will run it, and he's going to be tackled. Mid number 73 uh, making the tackle. Actually, uh, 79, I should say. That's Joe Majorquez, senior. Well, I tell you what, Lexington gets some more skilled players next year. And with that kind of size. Look out. No gain on the play. It's going to be actually maybe a yard. Third down and seven. From the shotgun, Brecken Reed looking to throw. Has some time. Now being pressured. It's caught in the flat out here on the near side by Peyton Broderick. And it's a gain of about two. Not a lot there. Lexington's playing some good defense here tonight. I have to give them credit. Fourth down. And we're going to get a timeout now from Lexington. A little confusion on the defense. As uh, they didn't like what they saw lining up here. Adam Central had three receivers out on the far side. And it looks like the Minutemen didn't have anybody covering. Keep it right here to 12 to 15.50 KICS. Again, uh, the other game going on on KHS tonight is uh, St. Cecilia Sutton. And that is a good rivalry game in district play. Uh, Carney Catholic, they are taking on Minden tonight. That is on the stream. Carney Catholic is leading Minden 13 to nothing. And stream that game on PlatteRiverPreps.com. And uh, Bertrand and Kennesaw, the other game on KKPR tonight, Classic Hits 98.9. Kennesaw with a 14-0 lead early on in that game. So Adam Central now set up, 
trips to the left. Actually, this is a fourth down play. It's going to be a punt. Punting situation here, and this one's going to be booted. Down to the 15, takes an Adam Central bounce down to about the 12-yard line. So it's a punt of about, do the math here, 44 to minus 12. That would be 32. A 32-yard net punt for Adams Central, and they uh, shift the field back for Lexington. They're backed up to their own 12-yard line. They're going to line up in their base set. Quarterback under center. That's Clay Hernandez. Pitch this time out to the left side. That got eaten up in a hurry. It's kind of not, not the cleanest play. Andy Manzo caught it out there, but may have bobbled it momentarily, and that allowed the defense to catch up to him for a six-yard loss. So it's second down and 16 now from their own six-yard line. We got a runner in motion now. It's uh, uh, Andy Manzo running out to the right side. And I didn't see if he got any gain on that play. It looked like he just kind of ran into a brick wall. And he got no gain on that play. It's third down and 16. I don't know what the coach is going to dial up here. They haven't seen him pass a whole lot. Just two passing plays so far for the Minutemen. And this one is going to be a running play again. Up the middle with uh, number 18, Kyle Doty, the ball carrier. And he is going to get no... He only got three yards. But Lexington forced a punt here on fourth down and 13 from their own nine. Adam Central last time up was able to block a punt. And they almost get to it this time. Does get away at the 47-yard line. And it's returned by number 21, Kyler Warmstadt. He gets all the way down to the 35-yard line. Ball comes loose. But they're going to say he was down by contact. There are a couple of flags on the field for something else. May have an illegal block in the back. See what the uh, zebras say here on this one. Holding is the call. He's going to go against Adam Central. So that nice return for Kyler Wormstadt goes for naught. They're going to back him up back into Patriot territory. It's down to about the 35 of Lexington. Instead, it'll be at the 48 of Adam Central. It is first and ten here. Patriots not able to get anything going on their last series. Had to punt it away. It's 7-7 here with a minute and a half to go in the first quarter. From the shotgun, Brecken Reed looking to throw. Goes left. Has a man downfield. And it's going to be picked off. Picked off again. Williams Mendoza this time. And that's the second interception tonight for one Mr. Brecken Reed who doesn't really throw a ton of interceptions, but, boy, give a lot of credit to Williams-Mendoza. He kept with the receiver down the far sideline, 
and just leapt and made a big play. Climbed the ladder on that one. That was a nice interception. Unfortunate for Adam Central. It's their second turnover. And so Lexington gets another offensive series here, and this time they're going to run the football out to the right side. Seth Soderlund finds a little seam up the far sideline, close to a first down. Was at the 33. It's now down, or it is at the 33. It's a gain of eight. Pitch this time right side against Sutherland. Trying to get out to the to the sideline there. He was quickly tackled, and he got the first down. So evidently enough to move the chains here. It's a three-yard pickup for Sutherland. Sutherland's been a bright spot here. they given him the football. Uh, let's see, that was his fifth carry, I believe. And I've got him for about 20 yards. She's averaging about four yards a carry. Not too shabby. Uh, somebody might have jumped there. Oh, he got back in time, apparently. I'm surprised they didn't blow the whistle. What about a Patriot player in the neutral zone? Instead, it's a pitch left side to number, number five. That is uh, Christian Jacobo. As on the first and ten play, he gets about eight. Make it nine for Jacobo. And it's a second down and long one yard to go. And their base set under center. Hernandez, the pitch left side this time again. Jacobo and somebody got in the backfield. That was Wormstad, it looks like. Just causing him to back up a little bit there. Lost a yard on the play because of the tackle by Wormstad. Third down and three. One receiver out to the far side, one on the left. We've only seen him pass it twice. Somebody jumped. I believe this is going to be a, against Lexington. It looked like uh, one of the linemen just anticipated that too quickly. Started blocking. <laughs> Everyone was standing still except him. I always feel for that. I was one of those kind of uh, offensive linemen in high school. And... <laughs> There was one game I played in where I think I got three straight penalties for a false start, and my coach ripped my head off. <laughs> I know I know what it's like. And I wasn't playing on the next couple series because of that. Timeout is called on the field by, oh, no, it's the end of the quarter. End of the quarter, and we're tied here at Patriot Field. Adams Central was seven, and Lexington seven. We'll be back with second quarter action in one minute here on KICS. Comfort means something different to everyone. And Frigidaire offers home comfort solutions as unique as your family. You can design systems that control seasonal allergens, humidity, and other environmental factors. Or get rid of hot and cold spots with independent comfort zones. Call 402-463-4853 and Rutz Heating and Air Conditioning will work with you to design the system that's perfect for your family. Experience trusted Frigidaire comfort and exceptional service from Rutz Heating and Air Conditioning in Hastings and Kearney. Call 402-463-4853. 
It's Ram Truck Month at Great Plains Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Hastings. You'll find spectacular savings on Rams during Ram Truck Month. The 2016 Rams are arriving daily. You'll find huge discounts on 2015s. We have quad cabs, crew cabs, 1500s, 2500s, and more in stock and ready to move. It's Ram Truck Month at Great Plains Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, North Highway 281 in Hastings, where the savings are great and the service is even better. Well, after one quarter of play, Adam Central and Lexington find themselves tied at seven. As we head to the second quarter, third down and eight play here for the Minutemen from their own 38-yard line as they now go left to right. And it's going to be... A halfback passing play here. Uh, it was a sweep out to the right. And the halfback, the running back, Seth Sutherland, looking to pass and throws it incomplete. It's a play that just, just kind of broke up. So Lexington will be forced to punt. They've had one punt blocked, and they also had a nice boot of a punt. It went almost 60 yards. Let's see if they can do that again here. Seth Sutherland, the punter. This one's high and going to be fielded at the 32-yard line by Kyler Warmstadt. Well, Patriots, kind of a testy first quarter for their offense. Two interceptions in that first quarter by Brecken Reed. A little uncharacteristic of him, at least over the last three or four weeks. We haven't really seen him give up the ball too often. But Lexington's done a good job defending the pass here tonight. From the shotgun, it's a four-receiver set. Mark Zexer stands beside the quarterback, Brecken Reed. He'll get the carry going left side. Down to the 35 to the 40. Now he's got some open field. He's across midfield to the 45, 40, 35, 30. 25-20, he may go, and he's gone for the touchdown. Mark Zexer, there are no flags on the field. It's a 67-yard touchdown run for the Patriots. Mark Zexer, what a beautiful play that was. One play and a touchdown. Kind of an interesting choice there for the touchdown music by the band here a grand old flag I guess it I guess it works for the Patriots kick is up and the kick is no good no it is good yes it is good last time I listened to a Lexington fan down there it is a good kick 14 to 7 is the score now in favor of the Patriots as they double up Lexington and we'll be back in 30 seconds here on ESPN radio 1550. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engine and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. 
Welcome back here to 1550 KICS here in Hastings. If you are looking for the Kansas City Royals baseball game on the radio tonight, and normally you would hear it on the breeze, uh, we tonight have it on ESPN Radio 1460. That is or the Royals and Blue Jays opening up the American League Championship Series tonight. And tomorrow they'll be on Classic Hits 98.9 for Game 2, which starts at 3 o'clock. This one received at the 10 and brought out to about the 22-yard line. Christian Jacobo, the returner. Patriots, or the uh, Minutemen, I should say, starting off with a pretty good field position here. At about their own 20, not close to the 25, it's about the 24-yard line. And it's a running play up the middle. Some good uh, some good leg kicking there going on. But it's no gain on the play. It was Kyle Doty, the ball carrier. He's a little guy out there. I don't know. They don't have their heights listed here, but he is the shortest man on the field, at least right now. So it's going to bring up second down. Actually give him a couple there on the carry. So it's second down and eight. Running play again. It's a pitch out to the right side for Sun Sunderland Soderland, excuse me. Sutherland gonna be whipped to the ground out across the 30 to the 31. Gain of six. But it's third down and about a yard and a half. Two receivers out to the right this time. We haven't seen Lexington pass a whole lot. Just three attempts so far tonight. And this is a running play here on third and two. And the quarterback, Clay Hernandez, able to wiggle his way through the offensive line and get a couple blocks. He's got the first down out to the 38-yard line. Gain of seven. The quarterback, not a very tall player himself. But he's able to be shifty with his legs. And now someone goes out to the right side. And that's the quarterback Hernandez again. Gets a short gain. Gains about three. So second and seven now to go. For the Minutemen, a man in motion going left to right. That is Soderlund. Gets out to the sideline and is knocked down after picking up about two more. Actually make it three. So far, Lexington with 57 yards on the ground on 20 plays. They continue to move the football here right at their own 44-yard line. Two receivers to the right. Ends are in tight. Now a man in motion. That's Soderland. Quarterback stands up under center. Now the man back in motion. That is Soderland. And it's a running play up the middle. Maybe a yard on the carry. Kyle Doty. Okay. 
three-yard pickup there. It's fourth and one. Looks like Lexington going to opt to go for it here from their own 46-yard line. The Lexington fans here loving it. Aggressive play call here by head coach Rowan, and the quarterback Hernandez gets right through a nice open seam out across the Adams Central 45. Got a couple blocks, and he made the most of it on his feet. It is a gain of about 10 yards for the quarterback. It's just that in-your-face. This is a problem, as we said for uh, Coach Mulligan. Uh, Patriots a couple weeks ago had a tough time defending a team that runs it right up the gut at them. That is something this defense needs to fix. Lexington is just taking it right up the middle. And again, another running play, this time across the 40, and it's Soderland. Excuse me, Jacobo is the ball carrier. Right now, this Lexington running game is really, I believe, tiring that offense. A seven-yard pickup that time by Jacobo, and you wonder if Mulligan, Coach Mulligan may call a timeout here at some point to give his guys a breather. Starting to, I think they're starting to look a little gassed here, but this another pitch out to the right side, and that is uh, Soderland. a gain of actually a loss of one on the play. Third down and four. Now at the Adams Central 38, Lexington moving the ball nicely with a heavy dose of running plays. Again, uh, right up the middle, Hernandez, the quarterback, with the keeper. He runs it for the first down. Well, if it's working, you got to keep going to it. And at some point, Adam Central is going to have to get better at defending the run here. That's a 10-yard gain here for the quarterback. And Clay Hernandez, it seems like they've been doing that on third down plays here, and it's been very successful. Running play again right up the right side, and it looks like that was Soderlund. Soderlund is the ball carrier there and picks up a couple. Keeps the chains moving just a bit here. Two-yard pickup. Eighty-six yards now on twenty-six carries for Lexington. They've run three passing plays. Second and eight from the Adams Central twenty-six. This time they go to the left side, and it's Jacobo. Trying to stretch it out. They got the defense running all over the field, and there is a man down for Adam Central. And he can't get up. He's favoring maybe his ribs. Can't see the jersey number there. We'll try to get that for you if we can. But uh, coaching staff attending to him on the field. And why don't we take a, take a chance to step aside here for just a second. Yeah, well, let's actually let's leave it right here. They're helping him off the field. Austin 
Heikinen, I believe, is the uh, man being helped off the field. So, it'll be third down and five here when we resume play. I think maybe they're going to give it to the quarterback. Quite possibly. He's been running it a lot here on these third down plays, and each time he's touched the ball, it's about eight to ten yards. So, he's kind of running between his guard and tackle. And again, it is a quarterback keeper. He's going to find a little open room, and he's going to be tackled across the 20-yard line. It's a shorter gain this time. Gain of three. A little bit predictable there on that play. Fourth down and two. Now at the 20-yard line. The Lexington in four-down territory here at the Adams Central 20. Minutemen fan on, fans on their feet. Under center again is Hernandez. This time it's a running play right up the between the guard and the center. Kyle Doty dives forward down to the 14-yard line. A gain of six. It is first and ten now at the 14-yard line. Lexington driving here deep into Patriot territory. Kyle Doty spins his way forward. Going to be finally brought down after a short gain. Bumgardner was the one to bring him down. It's a two-yard pickup for Doty. Second down and eight. Boy, the Minutemen just taking it to the Adams Central defense on the running game here. They started this play at the 22-yard line, and they are taking a lot of time off the clock. We're already five minutes left here in the second. Seth Soderlund, the ball carrier that time. And there's a flag on the play. Down near the 10-yard line. And I believe this one's coming back. It is a holding play, or holding penalty, rather. Well, I know there's a lot of teams in high school football that love to run the football. But this is the first game I've seen this year uh, of this heavy dose of running the football. It's working. That's that's the thing. It's working. At, at some point, you, you imagine they're going to throw in a play-action pass here, but you don't want to be caught off guard on defense here. Here's the quarterback, Hernandez. He's going to wrestle his way forward. Out across the 25 to about the 22. Gains a couple on that play. Second down now and or third down and 19. They have the ball at the Adams Central 23. This is a series that's really taken a lot of time off the clock. I believe they got the football about 11... 35 mark. 11-27, somewhere around there, and it's it's been about a seven-minute drive. Quarterback this time drops back to pass and lost his footing, and because he did, that allowed Kendall Overheide to get back in the backfield, and he's got himself a sack, and now 
Lexington's going to be taken way back here. It's a fourth and a mile after the sack play. They lost a whole lot of yardage on that play. About nine yards, I think. They're going to try a field goal here from the 37-yard line. That's a 47-yard field goal, and it's going to be just short. Well, that's not something you see a whole lot at the high school level. That's a 47-yard field goal attempt, and it's, I mean, it had the leg, but it just didn't quite have enough distance. I mean, it was maybe about five yards shy of, of crossing the, uh, maybe a little bit, maybe being a little generous, about 10 yards shy probably of uh, reaching the goalpost. So a missed field goal. Uh, I'm sorry, that's shocking to me because I haven't seen a field goal attempt in I don't know how long in high school football. <laughs> you don't see it a whole lot. First and 10 from the 20, but Lexington's got some good kickers. And there's Zexer. He's running away in the backfield. It's got 20 yards on the carry out across midfield to the 50. Down to the Lexington 49-yard line, maybe, before he's brought down. They're going to say he was down at midfield, so it's a gain of 30 for Mark Zexer, who's done nothing but run well here tonight. The problem with Adam Central's offense is they've been, they haven't been on the field a whole lot. Their defense really needs a breather. And I gotta think if you're Coach Mulligan here, you try to run the football, you give your defense a break. They were on the field for a good seven, eight minutes here in this second quarter. And again, they will give it to Zexer, and he is gonna just uh, fall down out at the 43 yard line. Gain of seven. I don't know if he was tackled or if he just fell down. Adam Central winning the battle on as far as the amount of yards gained, 142, but they've only had nine carries. Meanwhile, Lexington has carried the ball 31 times for 94 yards. They've been just running it at Adam Central. And it's a 14-7 ball game, but by the way, if you're joining us now, and passing play this time, caught out there in the flat. I should say running play, Mark Zexer. And he carries the ball nicely down to the 34. To gain of, gain of about 10 yards, I think. So brings up first and 10 now from the Lexington 34. Just a little over two minutes left. Here in the first half, Brecken Reed from the shotgun will pitch it this time. Right side to Zexer once again. He's out at the 35 and then brought down at the 33. Gains about two on that play. And really, I think that Adam Central, the goal here is just to make this be the last series of the first half and rest that defense up. Give them all of halftime and 
Adam Central will get the ball to start the second half, so if they can run a series here down, you'd think as close as they can to halftime and then get the ball back again and give their defense a nice breather that way. Brick and Reed again to Mark Zexer. Left side across the 30. And he'll be tackled there. Tackle made in the open field by Seth Soderlund right at the 30-yard line. It's a gain of three. Mark Zexer has had all but two of the carries here tonight for Adam Central. He's got uh, 10 carries, 157. I should say, check that, 10 yard, ten carries for 145 yards for Mark Zexer here tonight. Third down and five for the Patriots. Inside a minute to go here. Reckon Raid looking to pass. This one is a short pass that's incomplete, intended for Mark Zexer. Almost like a screen pass there, but it's incomplete. And it brings up fourth down, and more importantly, it stops the clock. But uh, Adam Central really in four-down territory right here. I don't believe they'll be punting here at their own uh, Lexington at the 35-yard uh, line. A timeout is called by Adam Central. They'll talk it over. And we'll take a break. You're listening to ESPN Radio 1550 KICS. The train tracks are gone, and over time, things change. But Vons Printers continues to be your full-service printing specialist. From start to finish, Vons Printers will customize your own logo, print business cards, envelopes, letterheads, brochures, and notepads to create a calling card for your business. Expect quality, personalized service, and competitive pricing from your full-service printing experts. For over 85 years, locally owned and operated, Vons Printers, 2nd and East Side Boulevard in Hastings. There is just 49 seconds remaining here in the first half. It's Adam Central 14, Lexington 7. And it's been that kind of a ball game. It's been a really close game, wire to wire. Lexington's been able to run the football very well. And Adam Central's been a beneficiary of big plays. Lexington's score came on after an interception deep in Adam Central territory. A couple plays later, they were able to score on a four-year touchdown run by Sodergard. Soderlund, excuse me. And now Breckenreed looking to pass. Rolling right. It's incomplete. And that's going to give the ball back to Lexington for the final 43 seconds here. Just the third incompletion here tonight for Breckenreed. Reed, by the way, is 3 of 6 here tonight for 18 yards passing. We have seen very little of the passing game on either side. So the Minutemen take over at their own 29-yard line. Clay Hernandez under center. They'll send a man in motion. Dropping back to pass, going left side. It's going to be caught out there in the flat. Daniel Holbrook, the receiver, makes the catch. They've got the first down and then some. Down to the 43-yard line. It's a gain of 14. First and 10 from their own 43. Lexington again with the football. Soderland running out to the right side. Gets a one block, and that's all he's going to get. Might have picked up a yard. 
clock continues to tick away here, 24 seconds. Lexington does have a couple of timeouts remaining, and I think they might. Nope. They're not going to call a timeout just yet. Second down and 10. Evidently, they want to burn the clock here. And now they do call a timeout with about two seconds remaining. Actually, make it 1.1 second here, and gotta wonder what Lexington has up their sleeve here, calling timeout here at the with just a second left. Gotta think maybe they're thinking something deep downfield. Well, we'll find out here in a second. Lexington trailing 14 to seven here, and they've. Done a good job running the football. We haven't seen them really having to use the pass in their hurry-up offense a whole lot here tonight. It's not to say they can't do it. We just haven't seen it. So here we go. Lexington will line up. It looks like a two-receiver set. Oh, a three-receiver set. Check that. Four-receiver set. One of them's in tight. And the quarterback, Hernandez, looking to pass. Now we'll just tuck it in and run it out across the 50 to the 45. Shirt tackled and brought down at the 43-yard line. It's a gain of 14 for the quarterback. And that brings us to the end of the second quarter. Our score at halftime, Adams Central 14 and Lexington 7. We'll take a break. When we come back, you'll hear from Hastings College head coach Tony Harper on the uh, preview of tomorrow's game as they uh, will play tomorrow afternoon back at home. We'll hear from the coach right after this. Get more than you expect. Direct. The Columbus Day sale is on now at Furniture Direct in Hastings. Revitalize your bedroom with four-piece bedroom sets including dresser, mirror, headboard, and nightstand as low as $4.99. Treat yourself and enjoy the luxury of a left recliner, only $4.99. No interest financing is available, too. 24 months, subject to credit approval. Hurry into Furniture Direct on South Burlington in Hastings, behind Sonics, and online at FurnitureDirectHastings.com. I love working with the flowers and decorating items that we have at Bob Sass Flowers. This is Amy, and we'd be happy to share not only the items, but ideas on what might work best for your special occasion, home, or office decor. We'll come into your home or office and personally decorate an area or for a special entertaining event. It starts with a visit to Bob Sass Flowers. Let's talk about how we can help you with home decorations and accessories, flowers, gifts, and ideas from Bob Sass Flowers of Hastings. We're at halftime with the Hastings Saints to say a Sutton football game here tonight as we spent a couple of minutes with Hastings College head coach Tony Harper as the Broncos are getting set to take on another ranked opponent tomorrow, the 20th-ranked Red Raiders out of Northwestern. And coach, uh, both coaches here tonight know about facing one another in their, a ranked situation as they're duking it out here tonight. We've got another uh, ranked opponent coming in tomorrow. Looking forward to it. I mean, it's, it's a great weekend to be in Hastings, you know, Friday night and Saturday. There's a lot of great football going on, and hopefully we can add to it. Hastings uh, losing to Morningside last week, fell behind 28 to nothing after the first quarter, never really rebounded after that, and uh, suffered a loss to the uh, 
uh, Morningside Mustangs. Big plays given up on defense, a couple big runs by Cavan, a couple big pass plays uh, by their offense, and we turned the ball over on our offensive side of football, and you can't do that against the third-ranked team in the nation. What can you build on uh, after that ball game? You come back, you got four games left now in the 2015 season. What did you guys talk about this week? How did you approach this week in practice? Character. Character is what we talked about. Are we going to hang our heads? Are we going to feel sorry for ourselves? Or are we going to react? We going to realize that we have an opportunity to still finish this season strong? Are we going to start? All right, looking forward to next year and talking about this and that and all that other stuff. Or are we going to pick up the table? We're going to get to work. And we talked about the guys being mentally tough. You know, it's the dog days of the summer. We are two, two and four. You know, you got the dog days of the summer. You got dog days of, of camp. Now you got the dog days of the season when you're struggling a little bit on the scoreboard. And we talked to the guys about being mentally tough, playing mentally fast, and thinking, let's go, let's go, let's go. Really facing a Northwestern maybe at a, a bad time. They lost back-to-back games to, to Doan and Morningside. They take last week off their bye week, and now they get ready to go back out. They might be uh, biting at the bit here tomorrow. Oh, I'm sure they will be. I'm sure they will be, but uh, there's no better time to play them, and that's, not, that's a great opportunity that we have both offensively, defensively, and special teams. We know that they're going to come out with the number one ranked defense of probably the nation. We know they're going to have something up their sleeves on the offensive side of the football because they've done that the last couple years. We know that they're going to do something special teams-wise. They've tried to run a punt fake against us the last couple of years and doing things like that. But at the end of the day, it's going to come down to which team wants it. Because, you know, we're kind of evenly matched, you know, um, from the standpoint of we are very familiar with them and they are very familiar with us. And it comes down to, okay, hey, they're going to get theirs, we're going to get ours, and we're going to see what happens. It sounds like a broken record. We always talk about uh, facing one of the, the top defenses in the nation. Hmm. But uh, this defense might be the best defense out there. You are the statistic guru. Um, so I'm going to leave this one all up to you. But uh, we've, faced, we've faced some very good defenses. We've faced uh, Dong, Concordia, Morningside. Now we've got Northwestern tomorrow. And statistically and all this other stuff, I don't know where they all fall. And I've said they all are top three in the nation. Well, that's pretty hard <laughs> everybody to be top three when I name four teams. But um, I think this team is the best defense in the nation, or at least in the conference. Um they, they do their scheme. I think they do a great job of coaching, and they're very sound. That's the biggest thing. They're very sound in what they do, which is exactly like Morningside. Um, so they're going to do what they do, and they're going to have some, some things that they're going to try and take away from us, and that's what Coach McCarty does, and he does it very well. You know, He's going to find that one thing and take it away, and you've got to beat him another way. What makes this defense so good? Everything they got out there on the field, um, you know, they got an all-American defensive end, they got an all-American corner, they got big linebackers that understand their fits the right way. You don't see them on film putting two or three guys in the gap like you do with a lot of teams. Um, it's very sound. It, it's it's very. It, that's a defense that you got to communicate a lot, know where your partner is, and they do a very good job of that. And offensively, they average about to 20 points per goal, uh, ball game. Maybe not ex- as explosive as we saw last week with Morningside, but still, they got some some playmakers on the side of the ball. They really do. You know, um, at times we can make any offense look pretty explosive, um, <laughs> but at other times our defense, I thought, has played well during this parts of, of the season. And we got to play four good quarters tomorrow. We got to get turnovers. We got to get the ball back. But what they do a very good job is their running game. And that's kind of what Northwestern's been known for um, uh, back even when Coach Orvatten was there. And, and Coach Achterhoff has just continued that tradition. Coach Knobloch over there. They do a good job with their inside zone. They do a great job with their power scheme. We got to make sure we don't put two guys in a gap. We got to make sure we tackle their running back who is bigger than half of our defensive line. 
Yeah, their they're, they're fullback or running back is at 240 pounds, so he's going to be a horse back there. they got a, a junior college uh, quarterback in there, Jonathan Kudaba. Is it going to be his name? He's out of Sacramento, California. Talk about him because Northwestern has had some great quarterbacks in the past. Yeah, and I think what Jonathan does uh, extremely well to kind of fit into that mode of quarterbacks that they've had in the past, and I've seen a lot of from all my days in the G-Pack and the NIAC, but what he does is he's very good with his own read. If if uh, they played Tabor the first game of the season, which is another very good defense that runs a 4-2 front just like us, he was able to get out and, and read the edge. Um, it's basically a veer scheme. You know, they're going to inside release, do some arc releases depending on what we see. Um, but I think this year where they're a little bit different than what they have been in the past, they don't exactly want to run him as much as they have the other quarterbacks. They want to feed the big fella. Um, they want to feed uh, Jesse Riley, n- the number 21, who's a guy that can get to the edge. That's kind of where their bread and butter is this year. And then where they get people is they do that play-action pass. So we got to make sure our back-end guys, they don't get busy eyes and look in the backfield. They focus on their man. You know, let the let the front six, the D-line, insides take care of the run, and then our outside overhang player and our back end's got to do their job and focus on the pass. We've had some problems with that here the past couple of weeks, peeking into the backfield, so to speak. Well, it, it's peeking into the backfield. I'm going to give you a hunt. I'm going to agree with you on that one. I'm, I'm, I'm agreeing with you a lot today. I don't know about this. But uh, we are peeking in the back, you know, and, and I think uh, Coach Mandelko is going to do he's, – he's had a very good week of practice from a coaching standpoint of focusing on the guys. We've made some slight adjustments back there. You know, we get caught on some double moves and some things like that, and I tell the guys, hey, I don't care if you get a pass interference call, tackle him. But get your eyes out of the backfield. You got one job. Your job is to 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 take care of that receiver. DBs kind of get a lot of grief. I mean, they're the ones. The linebacker could get misaligned and miss a tackle. The D line could go completely out of his gap. But those poor old secondary guys, you know, they're out there for God and everybody to see. And they got to have some thick skin. And I think at times, and this falls on me, they can't take everything so personal. You know, I I, I got to coach them a little bit more relaxed. I got to let them flow, let them play. You know, I think Alex Gillen's had a very good season this year. I mean, not a lot of teams throw at him, but Alex doesn't care. Alex wants that challenge. And that's what we talked a lot about the guys. And Coach Mandelko is a heck of a coach. And uh, he's, they've, those guys have had a very good week this week. All right, how do we pull the upset tomorrow? Well, you know, first off, we got to believe that we belong on the field with these guys. Um, I don't know if that was quite the thought last weekend, to be honest with you. It, it's a mindset. It, it, it really is. Because we're all in this conference. Anybody can get anybody we got to believe that we are as good as anybody and we deserve to be out there, number one. Number two, we got to be able to not turn the ball over offensively and we got to work with the short down and distance. We can't be putting ourselves, you know, backed up, which against this defense is going to be tough and it's going to happen. So when we don't get that first down or whatever and we have to punt, we have to come over the sidelines, communicate what we're seeing, we have to go back out there and do our job. Defensively, here's some coach speak, stop the run. I mean, it's pretty dangerous right there. Stop the run. But I think what we got to do there is, is we got to collapse the pocket. We have to keep everything inside that box because if we let those guys get outside that box, they're going to get big gains, which is exactly what happened last week against uh, Morningside. And the third thing is going to be special teams. We have to flip the field. We have to be sound. We've given up some big plays on our kickoff cover team. We're probably one or two blocks away from a kickoff return, though, from us. I think our punt team's been a lot better this year. I think our punt return team's been a lot better. We have to be able to flip the field special teams-wise. Okay, we'll see you tomorrow. Thank you. Kickoff tomorrow will be at 1. Pre-game show begins at noon 
on 1230 KHAS. Keep your vehicle in top running condition. Rely on the trained professional mechanics at Halloran Automotive. They'll have your car, truck, or van ready for changing driving conditions. Safe driving starts with a stop at Halloran Automotive, 2001 West 2nd Street in Hastings. If you're in the market to buy or sell a home, New View Real Estate is the perfect solution. Listen to one of their satisfied customers. We just purchased our new home from New View Real Estate in Hastings, and I am so glad that we did. Ann, Dana, and Connie were amazing to work with, and I would recommend these ladies to anyone looking to buy or sell a home. They are reliable and professional and are just wonderful to work with. Hi, this is Ann Halbert with New View Real Estate in Hastings. If we can be of any service to you too, please give us a call at 462-9111. We're located at 1239 North Burlington, and we look forward to meeting you soon. And welcome back here to Patriot Field, Adams Central High School. It's halftime with the Patriots leading the Lexington Minutemen by a score of 14-7. Here's how we got to this point in the ballgame. Lexington opened up with the first drive. They went three and out, and on their punt, it was actually a a blocked punt deep in their own territory right near the 25-yard line. A couple plays later, Adam Central was able to cash in on a nine-yard touchdown pass from Brecken Reed to Cole Spady in the corner of the end zone. It was 7-0 Adam Central with about 9.56 left in the first quarter. The very next series for uh, Lexington, they they go back and they turn it back over and were able to pin Adam Central deep in their own territory right near the five-yard line. A couple plays later, as Breckenridge looking downfield to pass the football, it's intercepted. It was intercepted, I believe, by Christian Jacobo, if I remember right. He was the one to make the big play. And because of it, it flipped the field in a hurry, and Lexington had the ball in the red zone, and they were able to cash in themselves off the turnover after Seth Soderlund took it in from four yards out, and that made it 7-7 after they kicked the extra point. The second quarter, Adam Central's defense was on the field most of that second quarter. Didn't see a whole lot of offense, but uh, Lexington took, took it to them, burned about eight minutes off the clock running the football, but unable to cash in on the scoreboard, they did attempt a 47-yard field goal that uh, was well short. And then Adam Central did get the football right back before halftime. Or uh, actually, it was early in the second quarter. They they uh, actually scored before their defense pretty much got worn out in that second quarter. It was actually a, a long touchdown run for Mark Zexer, 67 yards for the score, and that was at the 11:35 mark of the second quarter. But that was it. After that, Patriots rarely saw the field offensively as they were playing chase, really, with the Lexington running backs. And taking a look at your halftime statistics here, Lexington ran the football in the first half 32 times for 108 yards. Leading carriers are Seth Soderlund, 40 yards. Clay Hernandez, the quarterback, 37 yards. And... uh, Christian Jacobo with 23 yards rushing in that first half. Passing-wise, Clay Hernandez, 3 for 4 for 22 yards. And, of course, uh, Jacobo uh, with the lone, or I should say, uh, I should actually say that was uh, Soderlund with the lone score here for Lexington on the four-yard touchdown run. Adam Central, a little bit 
<clears throat> a little bit more offense, just not as much as far as amount of plays. They've had 12 running plays, 157 yards, 145 of those belong to Mark Zexer, including a 67-yard touchdown run in the early part of the second quarter. Having himself a nice ball game here. He's been the primary offensive player here tonight, although Cole Spady does have uh, one reception for nine yards. Brecken Reed, he's struggled a bit here tonight. Three of six passing-wise for 18 yards. Has a touchdown pass, but he also has thrown two interceptions here tonight, and uh, those have been very costly, especially the, the one that uh, ended up in a score for uh, the Minutemen. And I seem to have lost my pen here, so I can't... Uh, oh, here, there it is. Don't you hate it when you can't find your pen? It was, it was right on my shirt, of all places. I'm here scrambling looking for my pen, thinking I'm not going to be able to add up any more stats here. But uh, that is where we stand here at the end of the first half. Again, Breckenreed just 3 of 6, 18 yards passing for a one touchdown and uh, two interceptions in that first half. Let's take a look at some of the area scores going on here. I had a chance to look uh, a few minutes ago and saw that McCook uh, was well in control of their game with Hastings. Really not a surprise. We know how good the Bison are, and Adam Central is going to have their work cut out for them next week. Uh, score of that game right now, which is just across town. McCook leading Hastings 33-0 at halftime. Other Class B scores, Aurora leads Grand Island Northwest 20-13 at the half, and it's York leading Seward 15-0 in the second quarter. Elsewhere around here, Hastings St. Cecilia leading Sutton at the half, 21-14. That game on 12:30 KHAS. Donovan Trumbull all over Superior tonight, 21-0. It's Gibbon, 23, Ravenna nothing. That game in the second quarter, and Wood River uh, trailing Twin River right now by a score of 24-8. Malcolm also leading Fal- uh, Fillmore Central, 35-7 in the second quarter. Those are some C2 scores for you. Heading over to Class C1. Now they are in the fourth quarter of uh, this game. Gothenburg leading O'Neill 27-17. Apparently an earlier start of that game. Ord taking it to Broken Bow 14-0 at the half. Carney Catholic all over Minden 41-7. In that game at the half. You can hear that one on PlatteRiverPreps.com tonight. Valentine leading Cozad in the second quarter, 13 to nothing. Central City all over St. Paul, 32 to nothing in the second quarter. Taking a look at some of the eight-man scores here tonight. Bertrand and Kennesaw, you can hear that on Classic Hits 98-9, and that's a pretty good game. Kennesaw leading 36 to 20. A high-scoring affair in the second quarter. Elsewhere, Exeter Milligan, defending state champions, they lead Meridian 34 to nothing. At is in Class D2. Heartland Lutheran leading Hampton by a score of 28-0 as they play in the second quarter. In Class D1, it's Amherst over Ansley Litchfield right now in the second quarter, 42-6. Second quarter, Howells Dodge leading Fullerton, 24-6. And Burning Davenport-Shickley well in control of their game at the half with McCool Junction as uh, they lead 58-0. Burning Davenport Shickley, the number two team right now in Class D1. And in case you're interested uh, in six-man football action, St. Edward uh, earlier today defeated Deschler 61-7. to 
No score yet for Silver Lake. We usually get those tweeted in at us a little bit later on, and, uh, so we will see if we get that here tonight. Silver Lake taking on Maywood Hayes Center tonight. Wilcox Hildreth and Juanita Palisade also playing this evening in the six-man ranks. Again, it's 14-7 to here in favor of Adams Central, and we'll have second-half action coming up in just 30 seconds. Keep it right here to 1550 KICS. With the kids back in school and the whole family online, keep everyone happy with wireless LTE Internet from Glenwood. Research a school project on your iPad, on the home office computer, or using Wi-Fi to save minutes on your phone's data plan. It can all happen at once. Reliable speeds are available from 3 to 12 megabits. Glenwood offers local service and support with exceptional customer service. Update your Internet today. Call 866-756-4746 or visit shopglenwood.net. We welcome you back here. The Patriots will open up the second half with the football as they were the ones to kick off to start this contest. And that's good news for the defense because they really had to play a ton in that second quarter. And I don't keep track of time of possession as much, but I know that uh, Lexington has had the football way more than Adam Central in this game, although they do trail here 14-7. to but really, this is anybody's football game here tonight, the way that the two teams have played on the field. Adam Central has not been very careful with the football. They've had two interceptions here tonight. They need to clean that up. They've had some penalties that have cost them. They did make up for it with a blocked punt, but if, I, you've really got to think if they didn't get that blocked punt, this game could be tied right now. The way uh, Adams, or the way Lexington is playing on defense, they are playing very well, and they're running the football. It's the old-school mentality here versus the new school mentality of pass, pass, pass. And kickoff, they're going to redo it here. They're going to say Lexington lined up offsides. We've seen that from both teams here tonight. Something you rarely see is the kicking team offsides. We've seen it twice here tonight from both sides. Unbelievable. Don't forget, we've got Husker football tomorrow on the breeze, 94.5. Huskers taking on Minnesota, and I believe that's a 2.30 start time, which means you can hear the pregame starting five hours before. And Lexington will again try to kick this one across, and they no penalties that time. Going to be received at the 10 by Kyler Warmstadt. And he's brought down at the 32. Nice tackle made there in the open field by one of the Lexington defenders. So the Patriots come out looking for some offensive success here on this first drive. Again, 157 yards rushing and just 18 yards passing. And usually you see a little more balance from the Patriots, but not so tonight. They're going to line up. Two receivers to the left, two to the right. Mark Zexer, the lone setback from the shotgun. Here's Breckenridge, a man in motion, and they're going to toss it to, that is John Logan. No, it's a... Get that one for you here. That one went all over the place. Kyler Wormstadt was the ball carrier there. And he picks up uh, about seven yards. First time we've seen Kyler Wormstad carry the ball here tonight. 
Brings up second and three. Trips to the left. From the shotgun, Brick and Reed again hands off. No, it's a fake handoff. Reed carries the football. He's got the first down, it appears, and then brought down immediately by a Lexington defender that looked like Seth Soderlund bringing him down. Depending on the spot, it looks like he's got the first down, and they will move the chains. So it's a, a gain of three for the quarterback. First and ten for Adam Central. Leading 14-7 here in this contest. It is a district contest. Only two undefeated teams in district, Adam Central and McCook, and they are both leading here this evening. Reed hands it off. Zexer, right side, plows his way across midfield down near the 48-yard line. Into enemy territory there at the yeah, spot right at the 49, they'll say. So it's a gain of about eight. Zexer has looked good running the football here tonight. He's just been able to run it right up the middle, side to side. I mean, just everything he's doing is doing it right. And he's carrying this football team here tonight. Stands beside his quarterback in the shotgun formation. Trips to the right, and it's Zexer once again. The ball carrier stays on his feet. He's tripped up now near the 45-yard line. He's got the first down. So he picks up a, another five yards. And he's staying in bounds, so that's good. Uh, a game like this, you imagine, uh, it's kind of the, <laughs> kind of the old-school mentality here for Sean Mulligan and the Adams Central Patriots kind of going back to uh, what the Patriots have been known for in the past and that's running the football and they are doing it trying to give Lexington maybe a little bit of dose of their own medicine right back at them here to start the second half and they're having success doing it staying in bounds ticking that clock away again they'll give it to Zexer up the middle this time and gets the, the short tough yards and it's positive yardage, about, yeah, about two more yards there on the play. 182 yards on the ground, 200 yards of offense for the Patriots here this evening. They've outgained Lexington 200 to 130 on offense. Handoff again goes to Zexer from the shotgun, and he's going to be met in the backfield. A couple of Lexington defenders, including Javier Rivas, it looked like, in there. Might have been Emmanuel. Actually, it might have been Emmanuel Perez making the tackle. Third down and nine after Zexer loses a yard on that carry. continuing to tick here inside 825 trips to the right from the shotgun here's Brecken Reed looks to his left going deep and there's a trap was a trap we're gonna find out they're gonna say incomplete and the uh, intended receiver was Jack Keller that time first time he's been targeted tonight but it's incomplete it's gonna bring up fourth down for the Patriots 
They're going to try to pin the Minutemen deep in their own territory here. The ball is at the 43 of the, of the uh, Minutemen. And here comes the boot from Isaac Stutzman. A high punt and a fair cut called for and he almost dropped it. Seth Soderland with the catch there inside the 20. Not a very long punt, but they didn't need length. They needed a high punt, and they wanted to pin him as deep as they could. It's down to the 15-yard line for Lexington. So the first time we'll see them offensively here in the second half, trailing 14-7. Two receivers will come out to the right. And it's a running play right up the middle. I believe that was Kyle Doty, the ball carrier. It was Doty indeed. Picks up a yard on that carry. So second and nine for Lexington. Not a lot of success, at least on the scoreboard anyway. They had the one touchdown, and now here's Soderlund. Out to the right side, he's got the first down and more. He's up the sideline and continuing to gain offense. A big, big carry for Sutherland. That might be the carry of the night here for him as far as uh, big yardage. Down to the 38. He's able to pick up about 22 on that carry. It's first and ten now again for Lex. Pitch out to the left side. It goes to Christian Jacobo. And then he gets eaten up out as he tries to stretch the defense out to the left side. Second down and nine. Jacobo having himself a nice game carrying the football. They really kind of mixed it up. There's not one guy carrying the ball like for Adam Central with Zexer. They've really done a good job of mixing in Soderlund, Jacobo, and Doty. And they're going to bring everybody in tight. This looks like it's going to go right up the middle. And just as I say that, they try to stretch it out just a bit. Soderlund goes between the tackles. Lines up and plows his way forward down to the 43-yard line. As he picks up another four yards. Well, every single play, Lexington touches the football. It looks like tough, tough yardage. And you just think if they can do it enough, they can get into the end zone, maybe get close enough for a field goal. This is a team that likes to kick the football. And there's not a lot of wind here tonight. Running play this time is the quarterback, Clay Hernandez. As he wrestles his way forward, able to make something out of nothing, crossing the 45-yard line. And it's going to bring up fourth down. Fourth down and two, a gain of three for the quarterback. And Lexington will opt to punt here. Well, we've seen their punter, Seth Soderland, able to kick deep here tonight. Again, not, not a lick of wind to speak of. Really. There's a little bit out there, but the flag is blowing out. That one's a high punt, and he fielded at the 20 by... 
Kyler Wormstadt. And he will fair catch it there. So we flip the field again. Adam Central going right to left as you visualize it here on the radio. Glad to have you with us here tonight on ESPN 1550 KICS, wherever you're at. Thank you for making us part of your evening. High school football here tonight in this Class B matchup. Adam Central leading Lexington 14-7. They kind of run at you, play good defense matchup here. Good football game. Three receivers out to the right, two, or one rather, to the left. Mark Zexer, the one setback. He'll get the carry again from the shotgun formation, and he's going to get tackled in the open field. Nice big tackle made by Andy Manzo. Zexer able to pick up, actually he's going to lose a yard, they'll say on the play. Second and 11. Very different offense. I mean, they're still spreading it out here for Adam Central, but we have rarely seen a pass here tonight. It has been nothing but run, run, run right at you. And again, here's Zexer right up the middle trying to find his open seam. He gets across the 30-yard line, picks up about 13 more. Now at 193 yards rushing here tonight for Adam Central. Adam Central really trying to beat Lexington at their own game right now offensively. From the shotgun, four receiver set, man in motion. That's Wormstadt, and he's going to throw the football. He's going to go deep for Cole Spady, and it's just through his hands. Oh, my, he just about had that one. It just it had, the, it had the distance, and... Looked like Spady had his man beat, but it just fell through. <laughs> that was kind of fun to watch. Kyler Warmstead, it'll go for an incomplete pass intended for Cole Spady. And it's going to bring up second and ten. A little bag of tricks right there. Second and 10 from their own 30-yard line. Adam Central lines up with trips to the left. Zexer the lone setback. He'll get the handoff right up the middle. He's got some open running room. He gets tripped up. Boy, if he doesn't get tripped up right there, he's got another 10, 15 yards easy. He's tripped up at the 40. It's a gain of 11 for number 11, Mark Zexer. I think I know who the player of the game is going to be here tonight. When this game is gone, it has uh, just been the Mark Zexer show on offense. Three to the right, one to the left. Zexer again stands beside his quarterback in the shotgun. This time it's a pass. Breckenridge going left side, and it's incomplete. And again, number 11 in there, Williams Mendoza, making a play. I believe actually Mendoza was one of the two players to intercept a pass here on Breckenridge this evening. He has 
doing a great job defensively. Brennan Reed been held to just 18 yards passing tonight and has not completed a pass here in the second half. Has had three attempts. Actually, two attempts. One of those other ones was to Kyler Wormstadt, who passed the football. Again, Zexer right at the middle. Nothing fancy there, just a couple of extra yards and picks up about three more. About three and a half minutes to go here in the third quarter, with Adam Central continuing to lead 14 to 7 over the Lexington Minutemen. Patriots trying to get to 500 on the year. Their big meeting next week at McCook. Dropping back to pass. Here's Brecken Reed. He's going deep. He's got a man wide open, and it's caught out there. Jack Keller, and he is gone. A bolt of lightning out there. It's a 55-yard touchdown pass, and another big play for the Adams Central Patriots. Brecken Reed just hooked up with Jack Keller for a bomb right there. And now they'll try to tack on the extra point here in just a moment. A 55-yard touchdown pass. Well, we haven't dialed up Jack Keller's name a whole lot here tonight. And the extra point would have been good, but there's a flag. So hold on. We'll see what the penalty is. Offsides. So they'll scoot a little bit closer now for the extra point attempt. But just when you think that they're going to keep running the football, Adam Central decides to pop open a long pass right over the middle. And Jack Keller disappears for 55 yards. <clears throat> By far the biggest pass play of either side here tonight. Extra point is up, and it is it is good. Kicking into the wind, it looked like a little bit. Or actually, the wind's at his back. It is now 21-7 in favor of the Patriots. And we'll take a break, come back with more high school football right after this. Rivals Bar and Grill is a proud sponsor of all area athletes, teams, and coaches. Get to Rivals every day for lunch specials starting at $6.99. Rivals is also serving up the Barbecue Trio every Friday night. And Saturday night is the Brisket Special. Join Rivals for every Husker and Hastings Bronco game for a pizza and beer special only $21.99. Only at Rivals. Open daily at 11. Rivals Bar and Grill in Hastings. Join the Rivals team. Osborne Drive East in Hastings. Best of luck, teams. Well, uh, we said Breckenridge struggled at the quarterback position here just a bit tonight. He's had two interceptions. He's now got two touchdown passes to equal that out. But he's uh, completed just four of nine passing tonight, now 73 yards. He'd been stuck on 18 yards passing for the last five passes, and then he hooked up on that one. And now Adam Central will kick it deep. Going to be fielded by the up back that's Williams-Mendoza. 
Mendoza, a good athlete, able to stretch it out to the 25. About a seven-yard return there on that one. So Lexington will take back over. And, th and that kind of seems like a mountain to climb now at 21-7 with Lexington's offense really not able to cash in a whole lot offensively here tonight. They had the one touchdown after a turnover, and that's it. And they, This is a team that's only scored 14 points the last four games. And Adam Central's got to be feeling pretty good with that 14-point lead right now, but they are not resting comfortably as uh, they plow up the middle or plug up the middle I should say and Hernandez Clay Hernandez the quarterback carries the football for no gain on the play one of the Lexington players comes up limping just a bit and there's another Adam Central player now down on the field As the Adam Central player remains down the field, coaches will attend to him. We'll take a look at the rest of the scoreboard here, get you some updates while we have this injury timeout. St. Cecilia and Sutton, that game is a very close one. They're playing in the third quarter, and it's Hastings St. Cecilia leading 33-22 in the third. Donovan Trumbull all over Superior tonight, 41-0, and Gibbon now leads Wood uh, Ravenna. 49-6. Carney Catholic over Minden, 41-7. They play in the third quarter right now. And it's McCook all over Hastings, 39-0 in the third quarter as well. Lexington has the ball at their own 25-yard line. It'll be second and 10 here as we get set to resume play. They're going to line up two receivers to the left. Ends are in tight. From the snap, goes to Hernandez. Right up the middle. Ball carried by, by uh, Soderland. And Soderland gets about a five-yard pickup there. Third and five now for the Minutemen. They need to convert right here. Man in motion, two receiver set. Hernandez with the option, will pitch it out to the right side. And it's caught out there by Soderland. But then he really had nowhere to go as the defense caught right up to him. Actually a loss of yardage on the play, a loss of two it looks like. Loss of one I should say. Fourth down and six now. Lexington will punt the football from their own 29. This one gets a nice little leg into it. It's going to go out of bounds. Out of bounds at about the 44-yard line. They're actually going to walk it up to no way, really. The 50. They'll say it went out of bounds at the 50. Okay. It looked to me like it sailed out of bounds a little bit closer to the 45, but Adam Central will take it. A minute 22 left here in the third quarter. Again, the Patriots leading now 21-7. to 
They've got the football right at midfield. Timeout called by Lexington. They didn't like something they saw from the Patriots' offense. So they'll talk it over, and we'll step aside. You're listening to High School Football here on ESPN Radio 1550. Insurance plus financial services means more than insurance. They have a full line of investments plus life, health, and long-term care. Also offering both bookkeeping and tax preparation services in Fairfield and 715 South Burlington in Hastings. Keith's Drive-In Drug and Keith's Medical Park Pharmacy always give you the fast, friendly service you've come to expect over the years. From prescription drugs to over-the-counter medications, trust Keith's Drive-In Drug at 5th and Hastings and Keith's Medical Park Pharmacy in Hastings Medical Park. High School Football being brought to you tonight here on ESPN Radio 1550 KICS and also online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. A Lexington player out in front of us here on the track being attended to here. I have a little bit of a cramp. Just kind of been laid down there on the little table in front of us here. He looks like he's in a lot of pain. First and 10 from the 50. Adams Central Football, somebody jumped. And I believe it's going to be a defensive penalty here for offsides. Offsides called on the Minutemen. From the, it'll be at the 45-yard uh, line now for... Adam Central, they'll have a first down and five. And just a minute 22 left here in the third quarter. Patriots leading by a couple of touchdowns, 21-7. Reed from the shotgun, looks to throw, going right. Now spins, and he's going to be eaten up. He's sacked, thrown down by the defensive guy there, big number 33, Emmanuel Perez making the tackle. He had a little assistance too in there. One of the defensive linemen, I believe that was uh, Joe Bajorquez, possibly. Either way, second and 13, so wipe off the penalty yardage from that sack. Loss of eight. Breaking rate again from the shotgun. Sees the blitz coming. Gives it off to Zexer, right side. Crossing the 45 down, close to the 40. Zexer with a nice carry down to the 43 again. It's a gain of 10. Third down and three, and Adam Central is going to let the clock run out here in the third quarter. So after three quarters of play, it's Adam Central 21, Lexington 7, and we'll be back with fourth quarter action right after this. All of us at Five Points Bank strongly believe in supporting our area's youth. Five Points Bank contributes annually to the booster clubs of our area high school schools and Hastings College. We believe student participation in extracurricular activities results in better student engagement and academic performance. Extracurricular activities are the other half of education, and Five Points Bank supports and promotes these activities. Get out there and support our youth by attending a ball game, a concert, an art show. Let's show our young people we care. 
We're back here at Patriot Field here in Hastings, Nebraska. Glad to have you with us for high school football. Patriots leading this one 21-7, looking to go to 4-4 four and four on the year with, with a big date against McCook next week. McCook uh, leading handily across town at Hastings, and that'll be a battle for the district title if the score holds up here tonight at uh, 21-7. Plenty of football left to be played, though, and Lexington will try to have their say in this one. Minutemen looking just for their second win of the year. It is third and three for the Patriots. Got two receivers here on the near side. Three, actually, I should say. And Zexer, the ball carrier, he's got the first down out across the 36-yard line. Gain of seven. He has just done a great job here carrying the football this evening. He at halftime had 145 yards on the ground. And he has just continued to add to that. Got 202 yards rushing. And now Zexer again with the football. Dances away from a couple tackles. And he's down back to the 32-yard line. Gains about four on that one. Got 206 of the 220 yards of rushing offense here for Adam Central tonight. Brecken Reed, the quarterback, also with 73 yards through the air. Second and six from the Lexington 32. Low snap. Reed able to toss it over to Zexer, who reverses his field. He was going right, now he's going left. Crosses the 25 and then finally brought down. Going to be out at the 23-yard line. It's good for the first down. Picks up nine more, and the clock uh, will stop right there as they advance the football. What can you say about the game Mark Zexer's had to hear tonight? He's just carried this Adam Central football team on his back, save for the two touchdown passes by Brecken Reed. You figured he could get going at any point. But it's been Mark Zexer who has carried this football team here this evening, the junior. And he'll take it again. Now the 25 out to the 20. So some short yardage there and player down on the field and he's going to get right up. And look, nope, he's going to stay down. Well, I'm sure the football players not quite used to this colder weather yet. We've, I mean, temperatures have dropped a little bit over the last couple weeks. But this may be the chilliest night we've had as far as uh, football games are concerned. In fact, let's see if we can bring up the temperature. It has fallen quite a bit, and there's not a cloud up there. and It uh, is about 50 degrees, but it sure doesn't feel like 50 
know, you can get cramps in the heat, and I'm sure probably not hard to cramp up in the cold either. Ball be at the 20-yard line here. Second down and six for the Patriots. Ten oh three left here to go in this one as the clock continues to wind now. Cole Spady will be the lone receiver out here to the right. Look out for him. He's been targeted once in that same position. He got a touchdown, but he's got a good defender on him, and it's a running play anyway. Mark Zexer, nowhere to go. Plugged up right up the middle. Sanzo, I believe, is the man to come through and tackle him. Andy Manzo, I should say. Third down and nine now. And the Patriots not in any hurry here. They're trying to burn as much clock as they can. Looks like a passing play here. Breckenridge rolling out to his right. Nothing there. He's got to watch out. And he can feel the pressure. You can tell he can feel the pressure coming. And it was tackled from behind by Lewis Lamb. And Reed is slow to get up. I know he could anticipate the pressure coming. And he took a, a big hit there. Loss of six on the play. And hopefully he's all right. Looks like he's going to stay in. Well... He's going to try to go get the play. We, Adam Central may burn a timeout here. Unless they're going to take a delay of game penalty. That may be the case. Timeout is the call. Here at the 8:19 mark of the fourth quarter. It's Adam Central 21, Lexington 7. We'll be back with more football right after this on KICS. Physical Therapy and Sports Rehab of Hastings 207 South Burlington is the place for all your rehabilitation needs. PTSR offers orthopedic, neurologic, and sports injury rehabilitation. A certified hand specialist is available for the more delicate upper extremity injuries. Aquatic therapy and balance training is also available. A certified athletic trainer is on staff as well. PTSR has a strong industrial services division providing physical and functional capacity testing as well as drug and alcohol screening. Visit them at ptsrhastings.com. Well, there hasn't been a lot of scoring here in the second half. Just the one touchdown by Adam Central back in the third quarter. A 55-yard bomb from Brecken Reed to Jack Keller. What we've seen here tonight is a heavy dose of running from both teams. And that has really eaten up a lot of the clock. We are already well into the fourth quarter. Eight minutes and 19 seconds remaining in this fast-moving contest. Adam Central has it at the Lexington 28. They're going to go for it here on 4th and 15. Breckenridge from the shotgun looks to pass. Rolls out of some pressure. Going to go. Finds Cole Spitty over the middle. And it's caught for the touchdown. Touchdown Cole Spady. Boy, there was a lot of pressure coming on the quarterback. Lexington just about got to him. But it's... it's Brecken Reed able to get out of the pressure and throw it downfield. 
a 28-yard touchdown pass. And that may be the dagger here for the Patriots. Still eight minutes left here to go. And a timeout. Timeout called by the Patriots. And I don't know what the timeout's for, but uh, apparently Adam Central calling one right here. And uh, again, they just scored right there here at the 8-12 mark of the fourth quarter. It was a beautifully designed pass play, but it looked like it was going to go for a knot there as Lexington really was bringing the pressure on the quarterback. Had about three different guys coming up on Breckenridge. Somehow he's able to get the pass over the middle and finds Cole Spady, who was able to bring it down into the end zone for the 28-yard touchdown pass. That's his second touchdown catch of the night for Cole Spady. And Breckenridge now over 100 yards passing here tonight. These guys have broken all kinds of offensive records this year. And the kick is up, and it is good. And Adam Central now has a 28-7 lead here over Lexington with 8-12 to go in the fourth quarter. We'll have more football coming up right after this here on KICS. To some, winning isn't everything, it's the only thing. Others say it's not whether you win or lose, it's how you play the game. But everyone can agree that the uniforms and equipment you play in make a big difference in how you play and how you win. That's why TM Sporting Goods gives you that winning edge with top name brands and personal service from seasoned pros like Steve Veridol and Tino Martinez. TM Sporting Goods, on the bricks, 2217 Central, downtown Carney. TM Sporting Goods, a division pro team design. Central Patriots trying to get into the playoffs here either as a just over 500 team or a sub 500 team all going to depend on next week big game looming at McCook next week and McCook a very solid class B football team one of the toughest games they're going to have all year they got to get through this one here but well on their way 28-7 ball received at the 20 yard line by Williams Mendoza, he finds a seam and gets across the 40. He made something out of nothing right there. Lexington's going to get some pretty good starting field position right here at their own 42. That's about a 15 to 20 yard kickoff return for Williams Mendoza. Well, he's had a pretty good game himself here tonight. Had an interception here. Has done a very good job defensively covering Cole Spady. Rolling back to pass is Clay Hernandez, the quarterback. And he's going to tuck it in and run out of the 45. And brought down ankle tackled by uh, one of the Adams Central players out there at the 48-yard line. Run the football, they will here at Lexington. 150 yards rushing on 41 carries here tonight for the Minutemen. Just four passes and 41 rushes. 
And here is a pass coming from Clay Hernandez, and it's dropped. Oh, my. Alan Castaneda had it. Had it for about a half second and just couldn't complete the catch. It was almost like it bounced off his stomach. He's kicking himself for that one. He, he knows he had a chance. Instead, it's third down and five for the Minutemen from their own 47-yard line. Man in motion now. Hernandez will do the toss play. And now uh, a second pass, and it's going to be actually Seth Soderlund with the halfback option pass. And... It's incomplete. I don't know who he's thrown it to. It was well overthrown of his target. Looks like maybe uh, Williams Mendoza, the intended receiver there. It's incomplete. Second halfback pass we've seen here tonight. At least a pass attempt. And it's now fourth down. Lexington out of options here. They really can't afford to punt. So they'll go for it here for, on fourth and five. Hernandez under center. Drops back, looking to pass, and it's caught. Wow, first down right there. They move the chains. Caught by Williams Mendoza. That's a big gain right there. He's able to pick up about seven. at the 7-15 mark. First and 10, Lexington. From the 45. Looking to pass again. Here's Hernandez. Still looking and being pressured and throws incomplete. Intended for Seth Soderlund. Clock stops at the 7-08 mark. You're listening to high school football here on KICS Hastings. Adam Central leading Lexington here tonight, 28 to 7, as we play in the fourth quarter. Hernandez under center, two receivers to the left, looks to pass right over the middle, and oh, nearly intercepted. It was all through the hands of Seth Soderland and uh, number 42. That is, uh, Austin Heikinen had a chance at it, but it went right over his fingertips. And it's third down and ten now for Lexington. Hernandez lines up. They've got three receivers set up here. Two to the left, one to the right. Hernandez goes to the left. Now tucks it in and runs the football out across the 40-yard line. Close to the first down marker. And he picks up eight yards on the carry. So 158 yards now on the ground for Lexington tonight. It's fourth down. And two, just over six and a half minutes to go in this one. Lexington down three scores here, 28-7. Three receiver set, two to the left, one to the right. 
quarterback will get the snap back and will run it himself right down near the first down marker. Adam Central players think he's short. We'll find out here in a second. Oh, it's a turnover on downs. Wow. So Adam Central will get the football back. That has a huge blow for Lexington. That's well, 6.04 mark of this fourth quarter, and Adam Central will want to kill that clock as quickly as they can and get out of here with win number four on the season. Again, first and ten for Adam Central. They show twins to both sides. Mark Zexer, lone setback, next to Brecken Reed, the quarterback in the shotgun. We'll send Wormstad in motion. He's got the football. He'll take the carry and wiggles away from one tackle. Now gets buried by a plethora of Lexington jerseys. It's a two-yard pickup for Kyler Wormstad. It was a tough two yards. Second down and eight. And the Patriots not in any hurry, just trying to burn that clock down here. It's inside five and a half minutes to go as we're just after nine o'clock. Cole Spady, the lone receiver out here to the right. They've got trips to the left. And again, they'll bring out Williams Mendoza to guard Cole Spady in case of the deep bomb. Breaking Reed with a low snap in the shotgun. Hands it off to Zexer across the 40-yard line. Down to about the 41. So it's a gain of four. Patriots don't need a don't need to do anything but run the football here. Yeah, they're gonna set up with a uh, Big game next week. It looks like it'll be for the district title against the McCook Bison, who are uh, well on their way to winning big across town over in Hastings. Passing play this time. Caught out there from Brecken Reed to Cole Spady. Gets a little separation. He's across the 35-yard line of Lexington. Gain of at least 25 there. A gain of about 28 yards on the pass there. Another big catch for Cole Spady. One hundred twenty-nine yards through the air from Brecken Reed here tonight. Played much better here in the second half. And really they haven't needed him a whole lot. They've run the football so well. Pass game's pretty much been non-existent otherwise. Again, Zexer right up the middle. Gets his number called once again and plows forward for another five-yard gain. Again, it's, it's not a, it hasn't been a pretty football game by any stretch of the imagination. There have been some pretty passing plays every once in a while. But it has just been hard-nosed, smash-mouth, run the football pretty much since we uh, kicked off. Second and four for the Patriots. 
in ball at the Lexington 26-yard line. Letting all the time run down that they can. Zexer now going to run up the middle and has a little open running room across the 15. Gains another 11 yards. That'll move the chains down a little bit further. First down and 10 from the 14-yard line. Twins to both sides for the Patriots offense. Zexer and Reed stand alone in the shotgun. And the low snap, this time pitched to Zexer out of the 15. And then punched down at the 12-yard line. Emmanuel Perez in there on the tackle. And the clock continues to run down here. Two-yard pickup for Mark Zexer. As they're now down at the 14-yard line. Two and a half minutes to go in this one. Adams Central 28, Lexington 7. Patriots close to maybe getting another score here. I don't know that they need to, but... If it's there, I'm sure they'll take it. Trips to the left, one to the right. Brecken Reed with the snap and a flag thrown. Delay of game. Really not not a bad penalty to take right there. If you're Adam Central, just all they're trying to do is burn that clock up. They really don't need a score here up up 28-7 with 2.12 to go. So it'll be second and 14. Trips to the left this time, one to the right. Reed from the shotgun. Looks to throw, looking left. Throws over the middle, and it's in, intercepted in the end zone. And taking it back out to the 20, to the 25, to the 30. I'll have to get that number here for our, it's number eight. That is Josh White. Josh White picks it off in the end zone, brings it back about 30 yards out. Nice play. Got right in front of the receiver in the end zone. He could have just taken a knee, but he said, no, I want to try to bring that out and see if I can't score. Got pretty far, but uh, nice play there by the senior, Josh White. One fifty-seven left in this one. Pitch goes this time to Soderland to the right side. He'll get across the 40. And he's close to the first down. He may have it. I think they're going to move the chains. It is a first down, 10-yard pickup for Soderland. That's the 44th carry, by the way, if you're keeping track at home for Lexington tonight. They've done a great job running the football. Adam Central's almost caught up to them here as far as that's concerned. They've run 35 running plays here tonight. The pitch this time goes to Andy 
Andy Manzo, and he has got a first down himself. Picks up another about 12 yards on that carry. Clock continuing to tick away here, minute 24. Lexington gonna see if they can't get into the end zone here before the end of the contest. Hernandez drops back to pass in trouble. Looking downfield and now looking for a block. Out to the 45, he spins around, brought down, across the 40, into about the 36-yard line. Hernandez has done a great job getting out of some pressure situations there. He picks up eight on that carry. Second down and one. Hernandez with the snap back. Looks to pass on second down and one. Looking left side and going to be incomplete. As that time he was targeting Josh Duncan. So it's going to bring a third and one. Hernandez tonight uh, attempted eight passes and has completed four of them for 29 yards. Back under center again is Hernandez. Two receiver set, one to the right, one to the left, and one man in motion, that is Soderlund. He's got the first down out across the 25 to the 20, down to the 15, and finally spun out of bounds at the 10. It's a uh, gain of about 26 on the play by Soderlund. Stop the clock for a moment as they set up the chains. Ball will be actually spotted at the nine, so it's a first and goal for Lexington as they try to get in the end zone here before the end of the game. They'll line up Williams Mendoza out to the right side. Look out for him, and it's going to be actually Soderlund with the toss pitch out to the right. He's going to dive forward. He's into the end zone. Touchdown, Lexington, and the Minutemen fans love it. No quit in this Lexington team despite the scoreboard. And a good job by Soderlund to get into the end zone here. They'll try to tack on the extra point here in just a moment. That'll make it look a little bit better on the scoreboard at least. And Lexington's going to call a timeout here as they get set to attempt this extra point. That'll give us a chance to take a look at some other scores going on in the area here tonight. Might have some finals to tell you about. We'll find out here. A lot of games in the fourth quarter right now. In fact, uh, let's go take a look at that St. Cecilia Sutton game for you. 36-22. The Blue Hawks lead that one in the fourth quarter. Looks like they may go on to win that one. And uh, other close games here. Uh, not a lot of close ones here tonight. There's been a lot of blowouts. There's a close one in C1. Broken Bow leading Ord at 20-17. And Valentine leading Kozad 13-3 in the fourth quarter. Meanwhile, across town, McCook handling business over at Hastings High. It's 39-12 uh, in favor of the Bison. 
Well, it will be McCook and Adam Central next week for the district title. Be a big, big football game here for the Patriots next week. Lexington lines up. Looks like they're going to go for two, maybe. Kind of a weird set here. I don't know exactly. <laughs> Got big number 77 throwing the football, and it's complete. For the two-point conversion to Williams Mendoza, that is Dean Cook, an offensive lineman, throwing the football, and Lexington fans going crazy. He's he's uh, one of the bigger football players there on the team, and getting a chance to get in there and. It's always fun to throw the football when you're a big lineman. He'll remember that one for his for the rest of his life. He threw a pass for a two-point conversion. How about that? Nice job. Nicely done. 28-15 is now your score. 28-15 following the two-point conversion with just 17 seconds left here in this one. Lexington not showing any quit here tonight. They came into Adams Central night, and they played a tough, tough game here against Adams Central, and you know, ball bounces one way or this way a couple times. They may have snuck out and gotten themselves a win. I'm curious to find out what Coach Mulligan has to say in the post game. It really wasn't the best game from the Patriots here tonight. They're going to get the win here, it looks like, barring something crazy going on here, but I think they left a lot on the table here tonight. Kick is deep and going to be booted out of the end zone for a touchback. Just 17 seconds again remaining here in this one. Adam Central leading 28-15. Central will line up for their final series here of the game. And no doubt we'll probably just take a knee right here. And that is what they'll do. So Adam Central going to sneak away with a 28-15 win. Not really sneak away. They, they earned the win here tonight. <clears throat> and they moved a 4-4 four four on the year. It's their fourth straight win after starting the season 0-4. They've climbed back nicely and will have a chance to play for the district title next week on the road at McCook. Final score again, 28-15. The Patriots win it here tonight over Lexington. We'll come back in a couple minutes, add up some stats, and get you set for the player of the game. All that and more coming up here after this. When it hurts, come to Burt's. Burt's Drug Stores in Hastings has the best prescription and over-the-counter service and free delivery six days a week. You get old-fashioned, know you buy your first-name personal service at Burt's Drug Store downtown Hastings and Burt's Pharmacy, 14th and Bellevue. Stop at Thompson Oil Company, 806 East South Street for complete auto care. Or for your convenience store needs, go to the West 2nd Best Stop at 2nd and Laird. Both locations feature Phillips 66 Super Clean Gasoline in three grades, unleaded, E10 with ethanol, and premium unleaded. Thompson Oil Company, Hastings. Stromer Land Leveling in Juniata proudly supports all the Adams Central athletes, teams, and coaches. Good luck in all your sports seasons. Stromer Land Leveling makes the land more productive by terracing, grading, moving that hill, or laying a culvert. Stromer Land Leveling has been serving Hastings, Junietta, and South Central Nebraska since 1957. More than 50 years of professional service and attention to detail. 
call Daryl at 402-751-2567 or 461-8033. It's Stromer Land Leveling in Junietta. And we're back here on the post-game show here, Adams Central High School. Final score here tonight was Adams Central 28 and Lexington 15. Big game here all around for uh, the running backs here tonight. I mean, it was that was pretty much the uh, story of the game. Running, running, running. Lexington ran a total of 48 plays here tonight. 48 of their 58 plays were on the ground. Meanwhile, for Adam Central, they themselves ran 35 running plays and had 12 passing plays here tonight. A little bit more balance from them, but really uh, much of the story was the, the running backs in this game. 222 yards rushing for the Lexington running backs, and it was more of a uh, running back by committee for them. They ran the ball mostly with uh, Seth Soderland and uh, Christian Jacobo, and a few times with Kyle Doty as well. The quarterback, Clay Hernandez, did a really nice job running the football. A lot of, a lot of the times he was running the football on third down, and they were able to rack up 222 yards on the ground here tonight. Adam Central, meanwhile, 251 yards on their 35 carries, led by Mark Zexer here tonight. 241 yards on 28 carries. Big game for him. And uh, we'll take a break, come back, tell you who the player of the game was in this one. And uh, last name starts with a Z. So, yeah, predict that one here. Back in 30 seconds. Play-by-play -play of tonight's game has been brought to you by the ESPN 1550 KICS Sports Boosters. Stay tuned. Our high school football coverage continues with the player of the game and the coach's post-game show on 1550 ESPN KICS. October is Campus Visit Month at the University of Nebraska at Kearney. It's the best time of year to explore our beautiful campus and see how UNK can make a difference for you. You'll tour academic buildings, residence halls, the wellness center, and more. You'll learn about our quality academic programs, scholarship offers, and ways to get involved on campus. You'll get a taste of the UNK difference, an experience you won't soon forget. October is Visit Campus Month at UNK, so go online to visit.unk.edu and book your official tour today. It's time for the player of the game on ESPN 1550 KICS. Well, there's no question who the player of the game was here tonight. I, I think I spoiled it. Mark Zexer <laughs> had 28 carries for 241 yards and also a big 67-yard touchdown run. That was back in the second quarter. He's got to be your player of the game because he really carried this team tonight. You know, they didn't really need their passing game a whole lot, although they did get some nice passing plays in there from Brecken Reed, the quarterback, uh, especially in the second quarter, or second half. But uh, he kind of struggled tonight, threw, threw some picks, and uh, this is an Adam Central team that doesn't really turn the ball over a whole lot. Uh, we do see them every once in a while cough up maybe a fumble here or there, maybe throw the rare interception, but Brecken Reed uh, with three picks tonight and the three touchdowns, he did throw six of 11 for 129 yards, but uh, definitely your player of the game tonight, Mark Zexer, really carried this offense. Again, 28 carries for 241 yards unofficially, and he is your player of the game. Stay tuned. We hope to speak with 
head coach Sean Mulligan here in the next two minutes. So uh, keep it right here. We'll see if we can track the coach down. And we'll be back in just a bit. You've been listening to the player of the game on ESPN 1550 KICS. Stay tuned. Our high school football coverage continues with the coaches postgame show next on ESPN 1550 KICS. I love working with the flowers and decorating items that we have at Bob Sass Flowers. This is Amy, and we'd be happy to share not only the items, but ideas on what might work best for your special occasion, home or office decor. We'll come into your home or office and personally decorate an area or for a special entertaining event. It starts with a visit to Bob Sass Flowers. Let's talk about how we can help you with home decorations and accessories, flowers, gifts, and ideas from Bob Sass Flowers of Hastings. The Coach's Postgame Show is brought to you by Cully Pipe and Steel, 405 West South Street in Hastings. Uh, Brighton Peoples back with you up here in the broadcast booth at Adams Central High School. The final score tonight again, Adams Central uh, with their fourth straight win here. They beat Lexington 28-15. to Let's run down the scoring recap for you. First quarter, Adams Central able to block a punt as Lexington had the first offensive possession. They went three and out. They go to punt. Adams Central blocks it. It's right around the 25-yard line. A couple plays later, Able to give a, a pass from Brecken Reed to Cole Spady in the corner of the end zone, and that put the Patriots up seven to nothing. The uh, next series, Lexington, not able to do anything. They go, uh, I believe they went three and out. They go to punt it, and they pinned Adam Central deep at their own five yard line, and as a result, that was not a, a good place to be if the, for the Patriots because on a couple plays later. Brecken Reed trying to throw a pass over the middle. Has it intercepted by Williams Mendoza. And a couple plays later, Lexington able to capitalize on that. They go in for a four-yard touchdown run by Seth Soderlund to tie the game at seven apiece at the 7-14 mark. Nobody else would score in the first quarter, but Brecken Reed would be intercepted again about the minute 25 mark of the first quarter, and that would set up Early in the second quarter, a 67-yard touchdown run. Uh, that would come in the second quarter. Mark Zexer would run off a 67-yard touchdown run to put it at 14-7. Lexington attempted a field goal later in the quarter, a 47-yarder that was uh, no good, and uh, that kept things at 14-7 at halftime. And in half, in the second half. Adam Central able to tack on a couple more scores, a 55-yard touchdown pass from Brecken Reed to Jack Keller, and Reed also found Cole Spady for a 28-yard touchdown pass uh, in the fourth quarter. Uh, Lexington was able to get one more score in right before the end of the game on a uh, running play. They get the two-point conversion to make it 28-15. I got Sean Mulligan, the head coach, joining us now here on the post-game show, coach. Fourth straight win. Wasn't the prettiest no. win. Uh, I've seen a lot prettier, I can tell you that. 
Yeah, we uh, we played well defensively. Offensively, we, we struggled uh, the entire night, especially with our throwing game, which has been a strength of us. And, um, you know, Brecken's a stud. He's had a great season for us. But tonight was a night that he just uh, struggled with his accuracy and, and decision-making. And uh, you have those. Everybody does. Even the best athletes in the world don't perform every night. So my hat continues to go off to him because he competed. And we had some kids that stepped up and made some good plays. Seemed like defensively Lexington <laughs> – did a really good job defending the pass here tonight. I don't think it was all Brecken, but you know, big number 11 was all over the spade tonight. Yeah, yeah, he played inside press coverage on him, and we honestly didn't try to go to him a whole lot. Uh, we were just trying to figure out where they're lining up and stuff, and uh, the run game really from the second quarter on was where it was at, so I just kind of stayed with that, and I knew that we were having some success there, so I didn't really push the passing game. Uh, you know, they had it. Brecken had an interception early on, which was a great read, just didn't execute it. Uh, he threw an interception in the second quarter where the kid went up and made a great play. And then at the end, it was just me getting a little bit greedy based off their formation. I thought the, the fly was there, and it was. But again, Brecken just threw it a little bit late, and the corner came over and made a nice play. So um, Lexington's a good football team. They're a lot better than the record shows. Uh, I was going to say, they. I think we talked about it in the pregame show about uh, – yeah, teams that run the football right at you—you you kind of struggled with that a little bit, and uh, a lot of it here, especially in the second quarter. Yeah, and you know some of the things that people probably don't know is that you know you get to this point in the season, your kids are kind of banged up, and uh, we're, we're really struggling right now with that being healthy. We've been pretty good the whole entire season, but we had three guys that uh, didn't practice very much this uh, season. Kale Plake didn't play at all for us, and he's one of our better offensive and defensive players just because he's got a bad ankle. So hopefully we get him back against McCook. Um, Zach Waskowski kind of played through his shoulder and then ended up hurting his back a little bit. Zach Christensen was dealing with the shoulder. Alec Baker with an ankle. I mean, it was just a number of kids that weren't going at 100%. And when you have the size that Lexington has and then they just lean on you, um, it takes a toll on your body. So, um, you know, hopefully we get healthy over the next week. What can you say about Mark Zexer's play tonight? Uh, I, rely, I told him afterwards, I said, thank you. I said, you kind of bailed us out. He, uh, he makes us look pretty good, uh, but, you know, Really, though, it was the guys up front. We had uh, Landon Wright that stepped in and played a, a good game in place of Kale, and Trevor Baumgartner and Alec Baker it was a, uh, a warrior tonight with his ankle, and Zach Christensen with his shoulder, and Kendall Oberhardy's done a fantastic job for us moving from the backfield to the O-line this year. We wouldn't uh, be where we're at without Kendall and all those other guys. So, you know, Mark had a very good game, but uh, I hope he would be the first one to say that it starts with those five guys up front. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I... Happened to look at the scoreboard a little bit ago. I saw McCook was well on their way to victory over Hastings. That's your next contest. That'd be exciting. It will be. Uh, the kids haven't been down there for a while, and uh, you know, going down and playing in McCook is quite the unique atmosphere. They put their fans on your side, the cheerleaders and the band right behind you. Uh, the last time McCook has lost down there, as far as I remember, was when Adam Central went down there and beat them a couple of years ago. So I'm sure their coaches will let us let them know about us being able to beat them. But but our kids. Are, are in the position where we wanted to be, which is have the opportunity to win district and qualify for state. Well, nice job of turning it around here. I know uh, I know it wasn't easy starting off in 4 but uh, you guys have really had turned things around quite nicely. Yeah, and, and that's well, the thing that we've preached to our kids since the beginning of the season is you're a good football team. And, uh, you know, you lose your first four games of the season, two quality football teams, which will all be in the playoffs. And so, you know, you're competing at a high level. Um, let's just continue to stay the course and see what we can do as the season goes on. And um, we've made remarkable remarkable improvements from where we were back in June when I remember some of the stuff we were doing. So I'm very happy with how the kids have played this season. And no matter what happens against McCook next week, and I'm very proud of, of, of all of that they've done this season. 
Awesome. Well, uh, Coach Mulligan has been our guest here on the postgame show. We'll let you go celebrate this win, and we'll, we'll talk to you again down the road. All right, thank you. Appreciate the coverage. All right, again, that's uh, Adam Central Head Coach Sean Mulligan as uh, they are victorious here tonight, 28-15 over Lexington. And uh, they moved to 4-4 four and four now. A 500 football team here. Uh, they are looking good here, getting ready to play for the district title next week on the road at McCook. It will not be an easy game. As you just heard the coach say, it's been a long time since McCook has lost their, on their home field, but I'm sure this team is going to be up for the test. Of course, it was not an easy game here tonight against a uh, Lexington football team. As you heard the coach say, played much better than their record would indicate. They are a 1-7 football team, but they are big. That's the one thing they got going for them. They run the football right at you, and it definitely was trouble for Adam Central here tonight. So, again... It's Adam Central, 28-15 winners over Lexington. And uh, that's going to wrap things up here for us from Patriot Field here tonight. Thank you so much for listening. I want to say thanks to Stephanie Brubaker, engineering things back at the KICS studios in Hastings. I'm Brandon People saying good night. We'll talk to you again next week. The Coach's Post Game Show is brought to you by Cully Pipe and Steel. 405 West South Street in Hastings. Call 402-463-5678. High School Football has been an exclusive presentation of ESPN 1550 KICS Sports. Coley Pipe and Steel Supply has been serving Hastings, South Central Nebraska, and the greater Midwest since 1946. 65 years of service. The Plumbing Showroom is a division of Cully Pipe and Steel Supply with a full line of kitchen and bath products. If you're building a new home or remodeling, stop at the Plumbing Showroom, 500 West South Street. Open Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 5 p.m. Evenings and Saturdays by appointment. Cully Pipe and Steel Supply and the Plumbing Showroom, both on West South Street in Hastings.